interrupt our program to bring you this important message. So welcome to the Salt Report, episode 36, Happy New Fear. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know. I didn't write an intro. So, uh, Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas, indeed. I'm Jake Leinhardt, and I'm here with Kay. Hi. And Nikki. And Jesse. Hello, comrades. Uh, and this is the Salt Report. It's been forever since we podcasted. Can you tell? So. We're rusty. Yeah. It has been three weeks. I was like, we don't I'm know what start. we're doing anymore. Yeah, I'm like, I'm going to start. We've 36 episodes deep. How bad can it be? And then, uh, train wreck. Oh, <laughs> Immediate God. train wreck. Uh, so happy new year, everyone. Happy, happy, happy new year. Happy new happy year. Happy new year. Yeah. We, made it. we made it somehow. Happy 2000 gay teen. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be the year of the golden dog. What? Well, not yet. <laughs> That's the that's the fucking so last year was the year of the red rooster. Oh, okay. And okay. when Chinese New Year happens, yeah. it'll be the year of the golden, the golden dog. dog. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I know what I'm talking okay. about. I believe. Do you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> There's gonna be an Overwatch event. That's how we're gonna <laughs> They'll roll it out. We're like, oh yeah. Um but yeah, so we're we're back in action. Um I think everybody had everybody have a good Christmas and uh, New Year's. Yeah, yeah. They'd, uh, they'd, I uh, had watched a fire blaze on <laughs> at Nikki's house yeah. while her oh, dad yeah, fired then... shots wildly <laughs> into the darkness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, and he's always like, if we want, he wonders why he can't fucking hear anything, and he's just like. <laughs> blazingly firing shots into the darkness and it sounds like fucking god had arrived it was so loud and he's it's fine it was so loud but then he brought out that big gun which big gun when it was a long gun after we went inside so a rifle well i don't know was it the handgun was it like his peacemaker (laughs) like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> peacemaker <laughs> holy crap Wait, yeah i've got one of those yeah. <laughs> holy crap yeah the video you no, showed I- i'm like why is he shooting it like it's a thug or something <laughs> like i gotta take a picture of this sign i've been commuting to work and one of the one of the train stops is right across the street from like a music hall and they've been they've been displaying signs for high noon <laughs> the music show in February, high noon in February. That's for my birthday. I have to. I I can only imagine they're probably playing music from westerns, but I I don't know. It just says high noon and has a cowboy on it. I February third is my birthday, and it'll be high noon. Yeah. High noon. I'm dad. Oh high noon. Oh high noon. Oh. Oh man. So, uh, how about we jump into our sponsor in our hearts? Hey, Nikki. Want to tell us who sponsor in our hearts is? Uh, who, me? I can't. Yeah, You're the you. one who wrote it. Is there any other Nikki oh, around sorry. here? The, <laughs> the sponsor in our hearts is tiny, tiny baby Jesse. Oh, 
I thought Jake wrote it in there because he loves Boss Baby. And I was so mad. But instead, I'm like, what? Top 10 anime betrayals. I want to be that person at the Overwatch final game between the US and Korea who like ripped off their their shirt and had a like a USA shirt all the Koreans were booing but then they like ripped off their shirt again and they had like a Korea shirt on and all the Koreans were like like saying yay I'm like that dude's me and the dude next to him was like top 10 anime betrayals <laughs> <laughs> so should we jump into pre-sale yeah yeah, okay. do it. The pepper. Cool. So, <laughs> the, the, the pepper. <laughs> the the two. Yeah, The pepper isn't salt. Can I just say, know? yo, like for <laughs> this whole like Christmas season with all like the food and the holidays and all that stuff. Anytime somebody pulled out pepper, all I could think about is like Kay's parents were like, "You like your food so spicy." <laughs> Anytime there was pepper. Like, I wanted to say it, but nobody in my family would get the joke. And I'm like, I need to, like, text you guys. Like, the pepper. It's too spicy. It's too spicy. Um, but but pre-salt. Um, for Christmas, I got, like, a PS4 um, card. Or was it gift card? So I got the uh, Final Fantasy XV hey. Comrades DLC. Hey. And it, it's pretty fun. Uh, the... Um, I, I'm a big fan of like the you know create a character, so it's just fun to like I just I could spend all day just making all kinds of different characters, and since I can't draw as good as Jesse, those are like my OCs. Oh, so I can't like, say that's that's what fourteen is for me. It's fun. <laughs> yeah, you just come yeah. up with backstories and all kinds of stuff like that. So it's pretty fun. Um, there's this interesting because what it does is it has you pick um, kind of like I think you have maybe like five or six different like face types mm-hmm. and they're like the faces of your ancestors so it's kind of cool like you can pick like you know the the asian ancestor and the american mm-hmm. one and then it kind of does a cool like blend or you can kind of like phase it to either or um so it has like these cool possibilities i've seen actually a few people on twitter that have actually been able to replicate their faces which is creepy yeah. kind of because I guess it's actually based on actual, like, you know, like, Asian skeleton structures and, I guess, Northern American skeleton structures, which is crazy, or skull um, structures, I should say. So it's kind of freaky how they've done that, but um, overall, it's pretty fun. There are some kind of, like, clunky, like, when you're trying to walk, it does this weird, like, glitchy, like, person's about to fall apart walk, and then all of a sudden they're fine. Um, and then it's kind of grindy, so I've, I kind of got to a certain point, and I'm like, eh. Like, I'm, like, level 10, and it wants me to do, like, this level 24 boss fight, and it's, like, impossible almost. Um, but other than that, it's been fun, like, just playing with the creative character and the different, like, clothes sets and stuff like that. Um, the other thing in my pre-salt is I was a guest on Monster hey. Deer Monster. Yay! And I got to talk... All about Bloodborne. Um, so that was fun. Um, <laughs> and then it was kind of cool because uh, Matt on there, he's um, at uh, is it Ninja Badger 7 on Twitter. Um, he actually wrote, 
<laughs> Ninja Badger Seven. That is yeah. his, that is actually his <laughs> yeah, Twitter name. His Twitter handle, yeah. At Ninja Badger Seven. Um, I think it's actually Ninja Badger O Seven. O Seven. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, yeah, he wrote like eight bars for each boss that we talked about in the Old Hunters DLC. So. Um, it was kind of cool. Like in the middle of it, he was. It took us forever to start, so it was definitely like a salt report moment because it just <laughs> took us forever to like get into it. But um, yeah, so it was really cool. He's like, "Hey, I got a surprise. I wrote like at first he's like, I wrote a rap for each boss, and we're like, okay, like you know, you hear some. I wrote a rap. You think like maybe two lines, but he wrote like half a freaking verse for each one, and they're really good. So um, if you guys want to hear that, and then at one point when we got to Lady Maria, we had a little battle, so that was fun. <laughs> um. This sounds great. Um, yeah, so go, yeah, so go check those guys out. That's Monster Dear Monster on the internets. Um, and then because of that, now I'm playing Bloodborne again. So if you haven't seen, I've been posting pictures of my my new Bloodborne person um, who looks like uh, 2B or A2 or whatever from near. Um, it was like, yeah, I, I made her look that way. So um, yeah, so I've just been all into Bloodborne and being frustrated again because I suck. I forgot how bad I was. I really suck at Bloodborne but, too. It's okay. We can suck together. <laughs> yeah. Wait, just like, hold on. I'm like, I thought it was good. Wait a minute. Yeah, hold on. Whoa. <laughs> the cleric reads it all Like, even he's offended by what we just said. <laughs> he's like, not on my bridge or not. Um, so, yeah, I'm playing Bloodborne again. Uh, so it's been pretty fun. I've been I've been enjoying it, and I forgot a lot of the scary places. So I've been ambushed a lot because I haven't been checking the notes. Wait, Jake, so that's been pretty. Funny. I have a funny thing about being ambushed and checking the notes. So I was in this area and I was playing online, which I, I usually didn't wasn't doing, but now I was doing it. And I walked over this note, so I was like, "Oh, I'll check this note." And it's like, "Beware ambush," and I'm like, "Beware ambush." And as soon as I said it aloud, I turned around and five <laughs> dudes were behind me and they just start wailing on me and it's like you die and i'm like i wish that, they would have put this earlier <laughs> that is the bloodborne experience right yeah. there beware ambush <laughs> yeah watch out above and it's already falling on you <laughs> it's like a looney tunes cartoon like anvil's already falling from the sky um so yeah i did that and then my last bit of uh pre-salt was like I was able to binge all of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Such a good show. Which, uh, it's so good. I was like, so I've only, good. like, watched, like, you know, episodes out of, like, order here and there. Yeah, but, me too. Um, I haven't seen, I haven't seen the whole thing, but I've seen a bunch of episodes sort of yeah. out of order. Yeah, and so you're like, man, this show's funny. Like, why am I not watching the show? And then, um, Because I, I don't re- have. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like, I already have Netflix, so I can't see the point of, like, getting Hulu as well. But um, there was, like, the free Hulu trial, so I'm like, screw it. I'm going to just do that. I was going to try to binge Runaways. Um, but we... And then the other show... That. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm, there's there's stuff I need to talk about with Runaways. But, um, yeah, and and so I was like, you know what? Let's let's watch the Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And last, next thing I know, I'm like, I, like, love all these characters like they're family. <laughs> like, yeah, they become your family, and when you see them... They do! And then, like, for whatever reason, it made me love Terry Crews even more. I know. I love Terry Crews in that show. Okay, you know what he flips once his name around? He's like, release your sweets! (laughs) (laughs) I say that all the time when I'm getting stuff out of a vending machine or something. I'm like, release (laughs) your sweets! 
Yeah. <laughs> and then like, and then he's speaking like third person. Terry loves love. Terry <laughs> loves yogurt. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. And he's like, Terry with really the quotable yeah. in general. Oh. Yeah. So I mean, just, uh, cool motives, still murder is like my go-to when talking about <laughs> poor motivations for villains in TV shows. <laughs> it just makes you feel like warm and fuzzy inside, and then just like the how they handle um, Holt as a character is really important to me. Like as far as like LGBTQ like representation, mm-hmm. and like how to make jokes that involve him being gay but not making him being gay the butt of the joke if that makes any sense like yeah yeah, yeah. and i it's just, really appreciate that yeah it's it's just so good and then i think what i like the most is like it feels like our podcast because of that i guess like it's everybody's funny and silly but then when we have serious moments it like felt like the serious moments on the show and then um yeah, just like that. That scene where they're trying to slide across the oh waxed my God, floor so in the elevator yeah. is us. <laughs> yeah, it totally is. We would do um, that. I uh, oh, I, I got just... an example of what I was talking about before with the jokes. So you know when he, that part where he's like, when gay marriage was legalized, I was worried that it was gonna um, it was gonna be uh, like unlegalized right away so i quicken um we rush our wedding or whatever and then like it clips to his yeah they brush yeah their they brush their vows That's and it's like right. i do we do we're married and then they just kiss <laughs> yeah. and i'm like yes good <laughs> yeah it's just my the thing that cracked me up to you and like me and my wife were like this is hilarious like anytime he tries to play like an undercover straight guy and he's like the heavy breasts i'm a wild man <laughs> She had massive heavy breasts. So like, uh, it was just so good. Like, um, and then you know what? Like, I got to see the where um, Rosa came out to her parents. Mm-hmm. That episode was so damn good. Like, it was hilarious. But like, it actually made me like a little emotional. Like, I'm like, holy crap! Like, yeah. I feel like more parents need to maybe watch this episode to like, you know, what I mean, like, yeah, be there for your kids and, and like you know, support your kids no matter what. Like, I was even like, I'm like, man, they're going to play Machete as the, like, the asshole, but Machete actually came around, so I'm like, yo, if Danny Trejo can try to be a good dad, then y'all should be Okay, so you know how he has a taco place? (laughs) Yes. Trejo's Tacos or whatever? He has, like, a donut... He's got, like, a donut spot, too. Okay, so my friend was like, I'm going to his taco place. Do you want a souvenir? And I was like, what? And she came back with a snapback with his face on it. <laughs> and I'm like, I can't wear this. Like, I'm white. And she's like, but lesbians love to. snapbacks. And I'm like, you right. <laughs> it's Daddy Trejo. Like, you have to wear it. There's no shame in that. And I think about it all the time. Where? There has to be a Twitter picture. (laughs) Yeah, just take a selfie of your Twitter and then. (laughs) That's your profile picture. 2018, Danny Trejo snapback. Please, (laughs) please. Yeah, but that show is so good. Um, Yeah, I, I couldn't get enough of it. Um, We got to like the mid. I guess I think Hulu maybe updates it like. Crunchyroll, like when they end a new episode, they throw them, throw yeah. them on. So like I was halfway through season five. I didn't realize they were in season five right now. So like it was like halfway through season five. I'm like, there's only 11 episodes in season five, but it's, I guess it's midway yeah. or something like that. I don't know. But 
Um, no, so so good. So yeah, that was my my pre salt, my pepper, <laughs> my pepper. Well, speaking of Bloodborne, um, they been people on the internet have been mining the cut content still. So I'm here to talk about it again. Um, there's some interesting stuff in the files that never made it into the base game, including um, alternate dialogue that suggests a completely different storyline that they that they cut huh. early in development. Um, stuff like Mikolaj being a friendly NPC instead of a boss fight. Mm, that's uh, Willem had dialogue originally, um, and it kind of sounded like there might have been a side quest where you were supposed to bring him eyes. Oh, is um, that the one where he's all creepy crying and stuff? No, he's the old man in the chair that just kind of points you and yells at. Well, but, but yeah, but wasn't the, the dialogue like the <laughs> him like crying? That's scary. No, that's Garman that, that cries. No, there's one. I think it's him where he's like, eyes, oh yeah, eyes, oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah that's him. Yeah, yeah it's, it's the cut super dialogue. creepy. It's really like weird. that would have been. Um, yeah, if it was in the game, it would have made it way creepier because it was the blood. Me, and I'm like, yeah, the blood minister from the beginning of the game. You know, the guy yeah. that, that's the all signed and sealed yeah. guy had a bunch of dialogue. Um, Lawrence was supposed to be your buddy that went ahead, and you're looking for him in the original game, original game script. Like just weird stuff like that. Um, Seems really interesting. Kind of glad they went a different direction because yeah. yeah. uh, the story that they ended up with is more compelling, in my opinion. But it is interesting to see these ideas of what they had, what they what they decided not to go with. Um, and some of it, interestingly enough, you can still play with in the Chalice Dungeons. Yes, that's right. Something finally got hey. me to play Chalice Dungeons <laughs> in Bloodborne. Oh, um, I believe it is... I don't remember who it is on Twitter that is posting these glyphs, um, but you can find them. There's one that's an enemy test dungeon with a bu- just just like filled with enemies, some of which were not used in the final game. Uh, there's one with the Great One Beast, which is believed to be just a dragon model that they recycled from Dark Souls <laughs> covered in hair. Um, and it looks really goofy without the hair. Um because sometimes somebody hit it with the whirly gig saw on fire and all the hair disappeared because <laughs> of the weird texture glitch. Um, by far the most interesting one is an arena that's not used in the game. It, it kind of looks like the end area of Demon Souls, huh. in my opinion. That that lake um, where you find the old one. So it kind of looks like that. And in it is an alternate version of the Moon Presence fight that was cut very early in development because it's low texture as fuck. It, yeah. just, it looks awful, but um, still really cool. Haven't been able to beat it. It deals tons of damage, um, but uh, look into that if you're interested. They are really cool to play around with, so they're just on the internet in the wild, and you can you can just search for the glyph in the game and pull up the dungeon and enter it. But in order to to leave, you have to um, jump into a void and die, and that'll warp you back to the hunter's dream because there's not actually a way to get in and out of it because you're not you're not supposed to be able to access these. Um, oh snap! But still, yeah, there's some interesting stuff. A bunch of people have videos about it that you can find um, online with cut dialogue and stuff. So check that out if you're uh, obsessed with Bloodborne like I am. And like many of us <laughs> it's are, it's so I'm interesting sure. from like a developmental standpoint of like how they create video games and like how much stuff they're actually working on while the script is still being decided. Like that's incredible to me. Right. Like a lot of that, that dialogue was voice acted. Yeah. 
is strange. Like, and then they decided, uh, we're going to go in a different direction and changed everything, but the files are still there. It's so fascinating. Cause you're like, yeah. well, okay, what is the, what is the process of making these games and who's involved at what level? But yeah, that's interesting that they were even voice acted and like, they're like, nah, we're cutting this. I mean, I guess it's like yeah. editing a movie, but I think it's a lot more extreme because like to have something yeah. like another plot set up and then be like, no, we're not going this yeah. way. And, the, and it was, it was from the sounds, but almost a completely different plot aside from the basics of, you know, going to Yarnum to find blood and blah, blah, blah. So mm-hmm. that basic storyline's still in there, but it sounded like it would have originally been a very different yeah. uh, story. So it is interesting that it it went far enough along that they voice acted everything and then decided to change it. Um, so that is, yeah, really cool. Some people have been trying to find lore significance in it. Like, guys, it was cut out of the game for a reason. It's not canon anymore. <laughs> Just yeah. So from a development standpoint, of course it's interesting, but I don't think that people should be trying to infer anything from the final cut of yeah. the game from this dialogue i think that's a little a little much like it was it was cut out of the game like it's not part of the game story anymore. yeah it was an alternate direction they decided not to go with um but still really cool check it out um i got a serger sewing machine for christmas switching gears um so it's like it's an edge finisher essentially it cuts the fabric and does all those little loopy threads that you see on like t-shirts and stuff and just keeps it from fraying. It is too powerful. <laughs> the first time I tried it out, it it shook so hard, and it was so loud, and it it made my floor vibrate, and it rattled a bottle of vitamins off my desk. <laughs> so it's like, over uh, nine thousand. So <laughs> it, it is too powerful, and it's heavy as shit. It's it's all metal parts and everything, so it's really heavy. Um, so going to be going to have to uh, go slowly and keep my use of it between the hours of like 10 a.m. and 8 p.m. <laughs> because I'm sure my downstairs neighbor wouldn't appreciate me using this beast <laughs> at 3 a.m. Your fucking downstairs neighbor is like, what the hell hath been wrought? It's an earthquake. <laughs> the Wasatch Front earthquake that they've been promising for like a million years is finally yeah. happening. Oh my god. Um, related to that, I've started a new cosplay project. I'm working on Fang from Final Fantasy Thirteen, and it's so much so getting a lot of use. Sorry, <laughs> I would like to request pictures. Um, well, I've been posting in progress pictures. It's just not on me yet. So I'm going to be wearing it to soccer con, so you're going to get to see it in person. I I um, will cry a little bit. Okay, <laughs> it'll be like a dream come true for me. Well, cool. Every, <laughs> but I've been I've been talking a lot about painting fabric, and that's that's what I'm doing. I'm, pa- I'm painting the trim on her sari right now. Um, but Serger's been seeing a lot of work because satin frays really easily. So just I know I have this fancy new sewing machine. I'm just gonna surge all the edges all the time. Wait, twenty four by seven. How what? how tall are you? Five five. Uh. Am I the shortest person on the podcast too? Why is? Yeah, well, I was thinking about Fang because she's the tallest 
And then I was thinking about heights. And then, like, uh, listen, my brain made... S- I, I have given up on cosplaying characters that are my height. Cause yeah, no. I and then know. I was... I cosplayed Jotaro. I was the, like, twinkiest Jotaro at the convention. <laughs> I just... It doesn't matter. But now <laughs> I am coming to realize that not only am I the youngest member of the podcast, but I am also the shortest. Wait, what's the shortest. height? Jesse, you're what? Four foot? I'm five four. <laughs> How fucking wow. dare you? Wow. How, just because I have to look up at you does not mean... <laughs> Well, now, Nikki, how tall uh, are you? I'm, like, in between 5'6 and 5'7. Okay. Jake. Uh, I'm, like I'm guessing, ten. I'm going to hazard a guess that Jake's the tallest. I think 5'10. Wow, Jake, you're much okay. taller than I pictured you in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the Danny DeVito. Oh, right. Sendor, Danny you thought I was. DeVito. <laughs> I'm not the Phil you were thinking about. <laughs> Watching Boss Baby all day. I'm so sorry for interrupting your pre-salt with this, Kay. I apologize. Okay, anyway. Getting close to finishing the sari. Wigs in the mail. (laughs) Gotta start on that bladed lance soon, because that's going to be the hard part. Um, I am going to make it transformable. You know how she can, like, take hers apart and, like, extend the blades and stuff? I'm going to do that. I found found a tutorial online. I'm going to do it. Um... It's easier than I would have thought it would be if we just need power tools. But um, excited for that. Um, so I'm, I'm still playing Persona 5. I haven't played it much this week, but it's been three weeks since we recorded. So I was playing it a lot the two weeks before. Um, getting close to the end now. I think I'm in the final dungeon. It's hard to say because Persona 4 pulled a fast one on me. So it's like, okay, well... Is this the final dungeon, or is it? Is, is there going to be a surprise final dungeon after the final dungeon? Um, but as far as I can tell, I'm winding down towards the end of the game. Um, I have this friend that like really likes the one of the primary antagonists of the game, whose name I'm not going to say for spoilers. Um, but and I don't really like him I find him quite hateable and so but she kept saying like don't worry like he'll redeem himself he'll redeem himself I got to the point she's talking about cool motive still murdered (laughs) so (laughs) so no it it, he didn't but uh, (laughs) cool motive still murder Um, still I am really enjoying it Um, and I got I I think I'm on the final dungeon Um, I finally saw the shape of water Yay. On New Year's, finally. I really liked it. So now Kay um, and I are the two who have seen it. Yes. We've seen something. <laughs> it was definitely a strange movie, but I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed, enjoyed it. it, too. Um, I cried, which is weird, but I know. That movie is is hard to sell to people. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, I go back to work after New Year's. And everyone's like, what did you do? And I'm like, well, on New Year's Day, I went to see The Shape of Water. And they're like, what's that about? Well, it's about uh, a woman who falls in love with a fish man because we're all yeah. lonely and we should have each other's backs. Like, <laughs> well, that's kind of how I'm like, it's a fantasy romance between a woman and a fish man, and they look at me strangely. Okay, and I'm it's like, like the same message yeah. as Beauty and the Beast, but without the Stockholm syndrome. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, also fish. But it is it is really <laughs> good. Um, I don't know if we talked about this when Jesse went to see it, but there is animal death yeah. in that movie, and it was there was loud gasping in the theater when it happened, so it is pretty bad. Um, and also, I have a particular squeamishness towards like bad things happening to people's fingers oh, in movies God. and there was quite a bit of that in there yeah. <laughs> so, if you're not uh, to the point where i had to cover my eyes yeah so. i covered my eyes at the last part with the the you know yeah 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 i know you know i know it's, <laughs> it's bad. so bad um ooh, it's it was i guess what i'm saying is that it was gruesome in a way i wasn't really expecting it to be because it isn't horror it isn't really that violent yeah, but, but I like it because it, it reflects gruesome. his, like, personality. Like, they rot with yeah. him. I don't know. He gets his fingers bitten off. You see this in the trailer. Yeah. Oh, and they yeah, become yeah, gangrenous. Yeah. It's bad. Yeah, it's they gross. sew him back on. And they're like, oh. we'll see if they take. But he refuses to let them just, like, take off. Like, take him off. And so they start turning black and they smell bad. And it's like, ugh. But, like, oh. I get, I get why it's there. Because it's... It's symbolic, yeah, yeah, but it is gross. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then my my last thing is that it is awesome games done quick at the time yeah. of this recording. Um, so I've been watching that marathon while painting and sewing and all that. Um, it's really good. By the time that this comes out, it'll be over. Um, but you can still go back and watch all the VODs on YouTube and on Twitch um because they saved them as highlights for like a million years uh definitely go back and check out the resident evil 7 run it was really great the entire thing was just the poor guy being like oh god that wasn't supposed to happen uh okay well we're gonna do this instead <laughs> so it was it was kind of fun because he was able to reroute on the fly and you know it's it's nice sometimes because a lot of them are like really you know you do this and this and this and this and this but it's nice to see one that goes wrong but still turns out okay in the end um, and it was just really fun. Uh, but yeah, good times. Awesome games done quick. Go check it out. I will actually. That's all yeah. I got. <laughs> well. <laughs> oh, on Saturday, uh, you guys, it, this is only going to be relevant to you guys because it's going to be over by the time this recording comes out. But on Saturday, they're doing Bloodborne. Oh, yeah. So oh, nice. watch that speed run. I, was, I got it. I think it's in the afternoon, but I don't know the exact time. Uh, I've also been watching that, um, uh, I've been watching it at work when I should be working, but there's nothing to do. Uh, <laughs> Same. <laughs> like, I just have it playing in the background. I'll, like, tap back into it and stuff. But um, I have it yeah. on my phone and have my headphones in while I'm working. So at least I am working while watching it, but I probably right. shouldn't be watching it at work. It's, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> like, um, I got to see... Uh, well... I got to catch most of the... One of their Castlevania runs. And it's like, I'm sad, because they do like the games I'm actually interested in, like in the morning. And so I, I miss a lot of those. Like I can catch a lot of the stuff in the afternoons, which ends up being like, yeah, they, they repost yeah. them to YouTube. So you'll be able to watch them eventually. Exactly. Just not live. It's cool watching it live though. A lot of the stuff that I like happens yeah. at like 3 a.m. Like, so, <laughs> but, uh, the Castlevania runs were cool. Um, one of them was just, it's just so crazy all the glitches in Castlevania specifically that they can exploit to like jump through levels, uh, skip bosses. It's it's a lot of fun to watch them do that. And I wasn't a big fan of this like last year, but 
this year I'm really into awesome games done quick, so I don't know what's what's going on. I've just decided that I, I like it a lot and it's really fun to watch. So uh, I guess the last one that I watched was Summer Games Done Quick and I didn't enjoy uh, it as much either. But this one's been this one's a little cool. bit better so, run. Everyone's been pretty yeah. happy. They kinda they kinda go in phases. Sometimes there's one that kinda mm-hmm. goes a little bit badly and then there's well, one like, that goes today, a little bit better. And... Uh, God, I can't remember which game which Mario game it was, but it was it's kind of like a Mario RPG, and it was going kind of badly. But they got it under the estimated time. It was just the final boss was kind of being bad with its RNG, which really sucked. So it screwed up the run a few times. But it, it was it was cool. It's a lot of fun. It's neat. Uh, I caught the Metroid run, which was really cool and weird because like it's like oh yeah, you can uh. We want to skip this entire area, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna go through, we're gonna go through the door, and then we're gonna go back through the door, and then we're gonna come out the door, and then we're gonna shoot it with a missile, and then we're gonna jump up in the air, and then we're gonna keep jumping it, and then we're gonna shoot the door, jump in the air, but get caught on the ledge above the door, so then when the door closes, we're gonna jump, and then we're just gonna keep tapping jump, and it's gonna f- push us through the ceiling of the level and then the game's gonna think shit you're down below and then it's gonna slowly glitch down to the frame below because that's where it thinks you're at since technically you are because it it, like laps back into it yeah it's simple really (laughs) what the fuck it was really no, my favorite was when they did Double Dragon Neo a couple years ago, and they had the game developer on oh Skype uh, nice. commentating oh. with them. And at one point, the guy's like, "Yeah, I mean, when you when you go through this hallway, normally there's a bunch of supposed to be a bunch of knives that come flying out at you, but if you just jump the entire time, what? they just don't spawn." <laughs> and the developer yells, "What? <laughs> Why?" <laughs> I love it. Like, how do they find these things? Like. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. Like, how do you repeatedly bashing their faces against it until that's crazy? And like, I just, I mean, I remember one of the guys that did Psychonauts once kind of talked about how like games with a lot of mechanics, you can kind of tell like, oh, this is probably super fucking broken, and so they just kind of mess around with it until they find glitches. But yeah, it must take forever. I can't imagine, or they just find them on accident, and they're like, can I do that again on purpose? How can I do it on purpose? One demonstration they had was a a guy that's a speedrunner for Strider on the NES, and he was teaching a guy how to do the speedrun. So he didn't do it, but he was sitting there with a different speedrunner who does a completely different game. He did it after. Did he do it after? Yeah, afterwards he did a run himself. Um, and then what's interesting about that one in particular is that some some random person on the internet was like, hey, this is cool. I'm going to try it now. And he found a new glitch. <laughs> what? Oh, that's, that's so cool. cool. Yeah. <laughs> right? And they love hearing about it, too. So that's great. Like, I don't know. It's, it's been a lot of fun watching them being like, yeah, if you like they're encouraging people to try these things. And that was the big thing with the guy that. Uh, did the Strider tutorial. He was like, if you find things, tell us. Like, this is fun. We want everyone to try this. Like, if you haven't played Strider, if you can get Strider, play it, do it, because it's one of the easiest that you can do this with to kind of get started on this sort of thing. And that was really cool. It was cute. That's that's fun. Uh, uh, so that, yeah. that's what I've been doing this week. It's been all about the, the games. Um, 
I so Jesse came to visit for a week. Yeah, it was really cool. I was there. It was nice. Uh, and since Jesse was here, I played Overwatch for the very first time in six months, <laughs> and it was a time. Let me tell you. Oh boy, <laughs> that fucking piece of shit game that I don't I haven't touched since you left Jesse holy fucking shit okay right but she she played soldier and I got a boner <laughs> like <laughs> I I was like so fucking impressed and I was like trying to be low key about it I'm like wow watching you play soldier is pretty cool but like deep down inside I was like I have the biggest boner right now and I don't know what to do about it <laughs> I'm not even that yeah. good. I gotta say, playing Overwatch with you, Nikki, is fun. Like that one time I played, I think it was you, me, and mm-hmm. um, Kyle from Twitter, yeah. Kyle sees. Um Yeah, like I was getting, like I was getting so irritated as Zenyatta, and you're like, no, play. You're like, hang back. I'll take it. And you're, I think you're a soldier too, or Reaper. <laughs> you're like, hang back. Is, I'll go and make a way. It was, it was like some freaking war movie where you're like, hang back. I'll clear hang a path back. for you. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just like, you did. And I was like, like holy shit, Nikki's the... Ch- like, she's when legit. I play Soldier, I don't know what it is. I'm like a completely different person. I just... I zero in on people. She becomes I become fucking Jack Morrison. <laughs> she's well, like, like grouchy and tired of Soldiers Soldiers now. I came in to a game already in progress, and it was at, what, Vaskaya, and it was the second capture... It was at the second capture point, and our, my team was on defense, and I come in, I'm like, oh shit, okay, well there's like three minutes left, so they've kind of been fighting this, and I come out, and there's just everybody there, like on the enemy team, it's like, <laughs> oh my god, and I just, there's like a bastion, I see him like, oh fuck you, and I just blow up the bastion, like I'm just taking guys out, applying pressure, because when you're a soldier, the best thing you can do is apply pressure, so the rest of your team yeah. can like, do shit, and like, they were all the enemy team was all funneling up on this like rooftop and it's like what the fuck are y'all doing over there so i'm just you know shooting missiles at them and keeping them down like there was a hanzo that kept going up there i'm like bitch get down from there oh my god can i tell (laughs) the reaper story right right now okay because that's when it happened okay so i have it written here but um in that same game uh, I was watching Nikki play, and I was having a good time. And then there's, like, at Volskaya on the second point, there's like kind of, like, this little building, right? And, and there's a heel pack in there up, up to this the right side of the point. So Nikki, a soldier, and this Hanzo go around, because I think didn't a Widowmaker go, no one can hide yeah, from my sight we or whatever. we were kind of trying to get better positioning. I think well, what I was trying to do is I was trying to flank and kind of pop out and use my ult and surprise him. And I think the Hanzo was just watching my back, which, thank you, Hanzo player. For thank being you. Awesome. Like, that what guy a was good Hanzo. Rad. He was a really good Hanzo. But they, but she goes around <laughs> the corner, and inside that little building, and the left, like to the left, over by the heel pack, the is a Reaper. <laughs> In the corner is a Reaper. However, at first I thought he was glitched through the floor. <laughs> Because you could only see half of him, right? And I'm like, what the fuck? But then we realized he was in Crouch. And he was just... St- so then so then it was just this Reaper staring at them. And then a Hanzo <laughs> and a fucking... Um, 
uh, and a soldier staring at the Reaper, and it's like, um, Gabe? Like, he's just squatting there in the corner, and there's, like, a good, like, 60 seconds of super awkwardness, and then I guess, like, the the Reaper realized, oh, they're not shooting at me, and he doesn't get out of Crouch, by the way. He fucking crouches forward, like, he's, like, fucking voguing, like, work, 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 and he just shoots them and kills them both. Like, he gets a fucking double kill. Like I, I turned the corner. There he is. I'm like, I thought he was a glitch. I thought he was dead. And I'm like, wait, what the fuck? And then he moves, and I shoot, but like I kind of back up because I'm so spooked by it. And then he just like my aim is all off. He's like right in front of me. I should not have missed, and I missed. And watching the kill cam for him, it's like it starts out with him just in the corner sitting. <laughs> it's like what? This was his. And then there's me, there's the Hanzo, and then it's like two <laughs> seconds, nothing, and then he moves, and we're both just like, oh my god. <laughs> like, there's a fucking gremlin on the floor back here, a fucking gremlin. It's like, you guys yeah. found a spider, and we're sure it's like, if we don't move. <laughs> and then yeah. he moved, and you're like, oh. <laughs> Like, oh my god. It's, it was the weirdest It was weirdest so thing. weird. It- Oh, like it, Nikki was weirded out. I was weirded out. Oh, the Hanzo was, was clearly out. weirded out. <laughs> that guy was so good. That Hanzo ended up having like almost thirty eliminations for that. Yeah, match, which is wild. Like that was a good Hanzo. Um, you know what's funny is that same day I had had a weird Reaper too. <laughs> it was just I had this Reaper when Reapers. I was. Yeah, I had this Reaper who just kept spamming, haven't I killed you somewhere before? Through the whole game. Non-stop. Every time I ran by him, he was like, haven't I killed you somewhere before? And I'm like, why? Wimpsed. <laughs> Wimpsed. <laughs> Wimpsed. But, yeah, so that that spooked me. Um... Let's see. I was too afraid to actually play Mercy because her nerfs are. No, you played Mercy. I know, but it didn't feel right. Oh yeah. Like, where's my team res? I miss that. And the thing with the whole like the team res, it was so situational that it wasn't a big enough deal to be a big deal. Like, I don't understand why they had to nerf that because every time I've played, I've never gotten a team res. I always do two to three, maybe. It's always. I've gotten a team res before it's, as Mercy. It's like... It's just, I have as well, just once. Okay, I guess I got it once because I got the achievement. But... It's pretty rare because first there has to be an almost complete team kill, and then you have yeah. to get really lucky that the team won't kill you exactly. while you go and into the res. Exactly, that seems fair. So. like, yeah, hell yeah, you got into this spot where everyone was killed, and you saved the day, and you didn't get shot down I... while doing it. Like, that's that's the reward. Like, that's great. That's fucking rad. I put this in my salt, but I think Caitlin or some say Cosm had a good point that the real issue with Mercy and the real reason people, um, cause basically what Jeff said is he doesn't want there to be so many mercies cause it feels like people aren't using the other healers as mm-hmm. much. Um, and the reason is Mercy is super reliable, mm-hmm. but what made her reliable wasn't the team res nor her res now, which, uh, they, I guess they they gave a longer cooldown time and they nerfed her ult, which I think is stupid. Um, but what Caitlin pointed out, the real issue is the constant stream. Yeah. 
So with other healers, um, like Lucio, you have to be standing in a circle. Yep. With Moira, she runs out of Zenyata's healing if you're not. Sight. Like, sight. You have to have yeah. fucking red so, aim as Ana. Yeah, you have to have aim and you have to have skill and you have to be thinking ahead like, for those healers. She, everything else with Mercy, get rid of the constant stream. Yeah, just nerf the constant stream a have, little bit. Like, give it a cooldown. Mm-hmm. Give it a cooldown. Yeah, like, because she even has you- like her pistol is rad. Like if you get headshots by Genji, but like yeah, she pharmacist. Yep, yep, yep. Bless. That was me. Um- Although the other day I was playing overwatch and we had a harmacy and she was using her ult to shoot people and i'm like right but everybody on the team needs healing right now yeah and she just goes flying by and then she got killed and i was like goodbye mercy that's always been an issue since the start <laughs> is you get those harmacies that don't i guess there's yeah. a trend now too um on chats where people will be like um mercy res me when there isn't a mercy on a team as a joke or the mercy will be like res me (laughs) (laughs) or it'll be like random characters will be like junk rat res me (laughs) yeah like she the constant stream is op as fuck yeah like i love it i love it it's great because that's you know that that's good healing and also the other thing about a constant stream is it's not only healing that she's giving; she gives a damage boost. Like that's fucking insane. Yeah, like I love yeah. pairing with divas, and you can just switch between healing and damage so quickly that, like, oh, yeah, diva's taking some but damage here. Also, oh, here, let's give her a damage boost. And you also don't have to be as good of a player, though, exactly, really. Because, like, you can your the stream locks on really mm-hmm. easy. So if they just like nerf. Yeah, give, the lock make on it, give it a lock on. Uh, make it so you, make it harder to lock on. Uh, maybe not like give it a cooldown. Like that's fine. Yeah, I don't care. But it ha- I think, or like, even that just have it heal less because Zenyatta, it's a constant heal, but it heals a lot less. Yeah. Take- also, you have to switch it from player to player mm-hmm. pretty consistently yeah. as Zenyatta. Whereas, like, the, I think what they're trying to avoid is someone on defense, and there's, like, f- five people on defense, and Mercy's just, like, boosting and healing the tanks consistently, so you can't even touch the point, mm-hmm. um, which I think is the real issue with, like, Mercy being OP and not so much the res. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just... I miss her. And it's, I mean, with Lucio, like... Um, you all you have to be standing close to him, but also it's a pretty steady right. trickle it's of trickle. HP until he does the music boost, which only lasts for a couple of yeah. seconds, mm-hmm. and then it has a cool. Down. I use that for so, if we're on the point and my team is like, like getting wrecked. I'm like a boost them, heal yeah. them, and so that the other people can't touch the point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. His and the um the speed version is good for if it's a payload one because you can mm-hmm. give the payload a little bit of a speed yeah, I've boost done for a couple that seconds. For the last push usually. Yeah, another yep. like I can't even remember where I was reading this, but this was back when they were first starting to nerf Mercy. It was just and Jeff had said, you know, we don't we want people to use the other healers. It's like that's that's fine and good, but make then them boost better them. because they're. They're kind of broken yeah. as well. Like you just need to rework all the healers. You, they they need some balancing going on. So, which is it's well, fine. Or fucking address the deepest yeah. issues, which I'll talk about later with junk rats. But yeah, they nerfed them a little bit. Finally, 
But they're nerfing Mercy again, like soon, and that's weird. I don't know. It kind of feels like, I've said this before, but it kind of feels like they decided that their DPS and tanks are perfectly balanced now. And so anytime there's a problem, they're like, well, it's support. It's the new character. It's support. It's like, just rebalance everyone. It's, it's... It feels like they're they're gearing it more. I know towards that's hard. Balancing it, but that's what happens when you have it's a multiplayer like game. To balance it more towards uh, competitive, <laughs> and what's happening in there rather than I don't know. It's fine. Anyway, that's we'll talk about that's, that yeah, later. Yeah, this is pre-salt. Uh, I'm still a fucking rad Zenyatta. Prepare for round That's two. all that matters. Yeah, I love. Zenyatta. Oh yeah, she is I'm, a she's a murder yada. Yeah, I'm a murder yada. That's I'm fucking <laughs> great. I'm just like, oh, you need healing? Here you go, Mike, dude. Here you need healing? Oh, Discord orb. Oh, you need healing? Oh, harmony, 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 harmony. Yeah. Let me get you. Let me get you. In the B time, she's like, pew 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 pew. Get out of here. My aim is so on point. I'm just like, oh, is that a Hanzo in the distance? Fucking sniped you, bitch. Boom. Like, mm. it's terrifying. It's like, yeah, it feels yeah, good killing people. Like, people like, uh, like, he's like harming, but then you have that like the junk, yeah. junk, 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 just throwing it those feels orbs. So good. It feels and amazing. Like, okay. I don't know what it is. It's just like, well, you know, a family can be a bunch of snipers, and Yada's totally a sniper. You gotta play him like a sniper. You hang back, and it's great. He's beautiful. I love Zenyatta. He's he's incredible support. He's, he's a, a good sniper. boy. You just. I want his handsome Squidward I, skin. I, I love just <laughs> popping an orb on like somebody in the start, like before the match starts, because then they're just instantly like, thank you. And and they have yeah. your back for the rest of that fight, because they know <laughs> that you're going to be keeping an eye on them. Like, they feel special. Fun fact, yeah. when I play Lucio or Zen, because um, I started playing Zen because of lockout matches, once you've played a character and you won, they don't let you play it mm-hmm. again. Um, so if I play Lucia or Zen, I get upvotes almost every time as a healer, and people, like, always say thank you or whatever. When I'm fucking Moira, y'all are just rude, and I don't know if it's because you don't <laughs> like Moiras. I'm like, what did Moira mains do to y'all? What did you, what did they do? Because, like, people don't say thank you as much, or, and, like, if my card is there, and it's like, I've done 8,000 healing in this short-ass game, so I kept your asses alive, and then, like, you'll watch the play of the game, and it'll be Bastion, but you can see the little plus marks of me fucking healing him as he's getting play of the game. Fucking no one else votes my card and i'm like excuse fucking you but for why yeah. they're like moira's a bad guy yeah we can't, can't vote bad guy. yeah because i've never seen widows get upvoted I- reapers only get upvoted if they get play of the game with their ult because it's funny that's because everybody who plays fucking reaper is like a soft edge lord yeah. like me or a full edge lord <laughs> Anyway, that's too much Overwatch talk. I'm done with it for another six months. It's fine. I can't play Genji. I tried to play Genji. I'm still a little bitch when it comes to playing Genji. It's fine. Uh, my long vacation is over. I'm sad. <laughs> and my pre-salt's over. Nikki? Yeah. Oh, you cut out a little bit. Oh, you cut I out. said my pre-salt's over. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, you're going to talk oh. about Deadpool? Oh. Yeah, I watched Deadpool! <laughs> Yay! She had emotions. It was interesting. Did I? I mean, I had emotions too. I cried when I watched it the first time. I don't yeah. Remember emotions. You're grabbing me, especially when you're not. like, she's wearing his jacket. Oh, that that was cute. 
I just didn't N- want no, her Nikki to die because I really like that actress. Nikki was in her feelings. It was fine. They were cute. They were happy. People deserve happiness. She was ha- oh my god. And we watched The Handmaiden. Oh my god. So that movie is a is a trip to watch the first time. Mm-hmm. But I really, really enjoyed knowing what was going to happen and just sitting next to you as you didn't know what was going to happen. And, like, as the movie moved on, my smile kept getting whiter and whiter. And then when she was like, what the fuck? I was like, ha, 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 I could tell you were, like, keeping that in for a while, so. <laughs> God. And then you're like, it's not even half, it's only half over now. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> Because I was so wrapped up in it that I had no idea how long it had been going. That that movie is very gay. 10 out of 10. 11 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Good. 11 out of 10 gays. Yeah. Would gay again. Um. So yeah, there we go. That's my pre-sale. So I visited Nikki uh, in Washington. Yay. In Washington. Good old Washington. Washington. Um. Washington. Uh, Washington. We lit a tree on fire. <laughs> we played Dungeon Quest with Logan, which was super fun. Uh, Logan wouldn't let my lady be married to the dragon. No, he. Nikki made that. He wouldn't let you date dragon. He wouldn't let me be involved in a physical <laughs> and mental relationship with the dragon. And it's bullshit. And Nikki stood up for my fucking character so hard, but alas. <laughs> I'm so sad now because the dragon's going to wake up and her lover's going to be dead in a pile of gold. No, that's not what she- happened. Jesse, listen. I died in gold. You did not die. You just came <laughs> home to your wife, okay? You, dungeon you quest, except for the quest was actually just on, to come on home. On your dungeon companions. Like, we thought we're coming in <laughs> to get some gold. You're just like, I don't fucking know these nerds. They're, y'all going to fucking die. I'm going to go see my wife. <laughs> Yep, my dragon wife, because I'm a scaly. Yep. Um, yeah, and then Logan was like, you fucking scaly, but then later he was trying to get me to play, <laughs> um, God, what is it, the app game of uh, Fire Emblem. Yeah. He's like, there's a lady that turns into a dragon, Jesse, and I was like, I see you. Um, <laughs> he was trying to get you, because you're a scaly. Because <laughs> I'm a scaly. Uh so then, um, I thought I would tell you guys uh, some secrets about Nikki. What? The first is that oh, Nikki smells like Old Spice and freshly laundered linen. It's a good smell. Oh, I was, no. for that entire trip, oh, I was just like, Nick, I told you you smell good like 18 <laughs> times on that trip. I did. I was like, oh, Nikki smells really good. Um, so that's the secret. <laughs> freshly laundered linen. That's what you smell like. Oh my god, it's got Charlie Horse on my foot! Oh, <laughs> oh my god! Oh, you no. smell so good, you got Charlie Horse! Okay, we're good. Whew. Okay. Sorry. Um, and then I played oh, Breath of the Wild. <laughs> oh, Jesus, why? <laughs> Maybe you should get up and take a walk. No, it's fine! <laughs> or a hobble. <laughs> Are you drinking water? <laughs> um, so okay, I'm I played Breath of the Wild. Uh, it beautiful game. I was having a really good time. I really just wanted to see the Zora, and that's the only scaly. reason I played because I'm a scaly. Um, <laughs> Fish scaly. I also Link is really beautiful. Fucking 
He's, he's so, so pretty in Breath such of the Wild. a pretty boy, and his hips, and they're like, we're gonna show a little bit of his tummy in every shirt. Like, I just, oh, I live, I die, I live again. Um, <laughs> Nikki really wasn't paying attention because she was busy playing Final Fantasy I was fourteen. Play. I wasn't paying attention because I didn't no, want to back up game. Well, no, you looked up every once in a while, and you'd be like, "What the hell is going on?" And then you're like, "Why don't you have any good weapons?" <laughs> and um. Because they always break all the time. Because they break all the time. And then she's like, you have to sell fish to get rupees. You have to fish and then sell the fish to get rupees and then buy weapons with the rupees. I'm like, I ain't got time for that. I'm only here for a week. Like, come on. I'm trying to get Uh, her into the economy of the game and she won't listen to me. uh, But yeah, that game is gorgeous. I mean... Um, I definitely, I definitely had fun. I hate, I fucking hate temples. That fucking one with the ball that you're like oh, moving the, thing, I the tablet the around. Trick after oh, you left, fuck that. I, I complained about that for like okay, you f- the you best part. three hours <laughs> one night. I forgot how I, I remembered how I'd done it. Um, as the ball's dropping, you flip it so it it turns around, and then you catch it on the flat backside, and then. That did not help me. You gotta get it just right. Well, it was funny, though, because when I was doing it, Nikki's like, here, let me do it, right? (laughs) So I was like, fine, you do it. I don't even care. Like, I was done. I I was so fucking done. And then Nikki couldn't do it. And he's like, she's like, maybe we should save this one for later. And I'm like, because I didn't want to get tilted like you were. So I was like, I did my one try. I got close. I'm done. I'm done. So angry. (laughs) I was so fucking angry. I hate these fucking shrines. There's more than one of those. There's so many of the rolling ball. Okay. You know, what's really funny is that uh, someone made this really funny video about them trying to do one of the shrines and they were doing like this super complex technique and it, at the end they just got slammed into a wall by the ball right and they're like i'm sorry did the people at acme invent these fucking shrines because <laughs> when people were first playing that game and trying to like break it down for a speed run there was some really fucking funny videos that came out <laughs> Including one by a Russian streamer where he, like, he was trying to, like, use, I think he was trying to, like, um, use the, uh, time stop power to, like, launch himself across a gap, <laughs> but then he cut, he accidentally cut the the chain holding the bridge, and then the, it landed on top of Link's head and killed him. <laughs> And then it, he respawned again underneath the bridge, which then crushed Link's head again and killed him again. <laughs> and the guy just starts laughing and, like, stands up and walks away from the TV. <laughs> because what are you to do? What are you to do? What else can you do? <laughs> it's just, oh, God, those fucking shrines. I hate them. Um, I started playing as Lucio, which, uh, Kay, it, you, you, you play as Lucio a lot. And my other friend yes. plays as Lucio a lot. And I was like, at first I didn't really understand. Um, but I needed, I decided to expand my pool. Uh, so I started like playing other tanks and other DPS. And um, I decided that I was going to try to play other healers too. So, because uh, like, whatever, if I'm a good Moira, whatever. But like, if my team needs me to be something else, I want to be kind of good at it, you know? Um, so... I started playing Lucio. My guys, I understand. Soon I will realize, and I did. Um, fucking Lucio is so much fun. So speed, much fast. 
Uh, I have so much fun healing my team. I get to be like super hype. I got the Lucio O spray and I just like, I love it. I live it. Um, so yeah, Lucio. You gotta get his dance emote so you can taunt people with it after you kill them. <laughs> I definitely, uh, it's definitely fun, uh, to fuck with like, like people who are playing super seriously when you're playing as Lucio. Um, because it really, really pisses them off, especially Reapers. Uh, but yeah, I definitely... <laughs> trauma man, man. <laughs> that dude. I don't know where you are in the universe, my dude, but you fucking uh, hated me. Um, scary good Reaper that I came up came across on uh, Quick Play the other day. Um, yeah, super duper fun. Love playing him. Um, let's see... Oh, I I was going to talk about, uh, so everybody's making fun of the skins for, um, for the, the Overwatch competitive teams. However, we all have one thing in common is that, it, and that's, uh, that Soul Dynasty has the flyest fucking skin. Um, you can't fucking yeah, beat do. black and gold. Like, you can fucking try. You can be the disgruntled McDonald's employees, <laughs> Um, <laughs> that's my favorite fucking <laughs> meme about that. Um, you keep. I'm a fan of the Naruto. <laughs> oh meme yeah, Soldier Seventy Six. The Naruto the Soldier Seventy Six. Yeah, he's he's pretty good. Yes. Um, yeah, San Francisco Shock looks terrible, and I want to be like I. They don't because I went to school. I went to high school in San Francisco, and you know NorCal Pride. But holy fucking shit, I hate orange. But it's. It's like it's it's destined to be because the golden state like all of our stuff is either red or go- red and gold or like gold and and we have the golden gate bridge which is red and or like a red orange so you know like it makes sense but it's just fucking stupid. Um yeah, everybody looks terrible but also good at the same time, but the fucking dynasty skins. How how am I to root for anyone else? When they look classy as fuck. Like, I, I made the post on Twitter about how Reaper in the Dynasty skin is like when you have to um, do a murder at 8, but you got to eat ass at 10. Like, he just looks like he's ready to eat ass. Like, he's just on top of the fucking world. He goes home after he commits a murder, and he's like, time to eat ass, baby. Clap his hands together. And uh, I don't know how you say that in Korean, but, you know... Um, I'm sorry, <laughs> but yeah, Soul Dynasty looks fucking good. Um, and finally, uh, Black Panther update, just screeching. There was another TV spot for the movie and I'm just so mm. excited. I'm so excited. February 16th. It's like a wonderful thing in the month of my birthday. Like, okay, like valentine's day fucking whatever black panther premiere day that's what i'm really excited about um everybody looks so good everything sounds so good i've been posting so many memes about it if y'all like follow me (laughs) um ever since the they were like oh they uh killmonger and t'challa are gonna have like a chemistry that's similar to um eric and charles from x-men first class uh, I was like, oh boy, I'm gay and listening was the post. <laughs> and it's like, yep. Um, so I'm, I'm pretty excited. Uh, yeah, I, I think just seeing the trailer, like just screeching, like 
the music they've been using for the trailers gets me so hype. Yeah. So, Yo, I did not know that Kendrick is producing it. Did you? Are like, you serious? From what I understand. I thought he was. Yeah, Kendrick Lamar is producing the soundtrack. Yeah. Like, that's why the new the new trailer has, I think it's him and I forget who else. Vince Staples Grammy or award winning rapper Kendrick Lamar is set to produce Black Panther the album. Yeah. Well, that sounds sick as yeah. hell. Sure, oh, holy yeah. shit. <laughs> and then there is a. There's another article, I think, that was talking about, like, the female, like, storylines and stuff like that, where it's, like, they're not going to do, you know, the conventional, like, damsel in distress or whatever, like, they're going to, or, like, the cat fight between, like, oh, well, I'm better than you or whatever. It's going to legit just be, like, yo, we're badasses and we're going to help the king or whatever. Yeah, because he has all those badasses. I I don't know. I put this on... Um. Yeah, and I even like the one part I love the most is in the trailer when they're like, um, when he walks in and they're like, my king, and he's like, man, stop that. And then they do like the cool, like, handshake. I'm like, yo, that's dope. I'm so excited Um, for this movie. Yeah, I really like this movie. It's gonna be good. When he wanted to do an accent for the movie, he really wanted his accent not to reflect colonization. Um, So he worked really hard to like keep out European influences because technically. Mm-hmm. Wakanda has been hidden away from all of that and they have yeah. outside yeah. of that created this utopia of technology and advancements um in their own right and he wanted to reflect that within his accent which I think is super cool and a, a like an interesting detail specifically for this film but I'm I'm yeah. super pumped like I'm ready this is like the most hype I've been for a Marvel movie in a long time, I think. Yeah. <laughs> in a long time, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I think it's going to be a game changer. Like, I put on my Twitter that, like, in the same way, I think, like, the way Iron Man and um, Dark Knight kind of changed the way people looked at yeah. superhero movies, I think this one's going to, like, usher in, like, this new way they yeah. do movies. I think it's, like, I mean, like, it's just how they're handling Killmonger already looks really interesting. Um, and I feel yeah. like it's going to be different from the comics like i can already kind of tell but i i like that i guess um so i'm pretty i'm pretty pumped um i i definitely feel like marvel needs it um i i feel like infinity war is gonna be i don't it's just gonna be an action movie yeah it's just i mean i mean it's it's just gonna be like cool I've talked stuff about this before, but there are too seeing, many people yeah. to keep track of all the characters and have good writing, which is yeah. the problem with the Avengers movies and Civil War. It was just like uh, I will never not be angry about them calling Civil War Captain America movie. It is not a fucking Captain America movie. It is an <laughs> Avengers not. movie, it's and an they Avenger focus movie. more on Tony Stark than they do on Captain America. Don't give me that bullshit. It was just Avengers Civil War, like. Get off your dick. I know that you want to be like, no, we promise it's not an Avengers movie. It fucking is an Avengers movie. And like, Infinity... It was a better Avengers movie than Age of Ultron. A- a- I, I a- fucking forget about Age of Ultron all the time because I it's blocked it so from much. my mind. Um, yeah. But yeah, I definitely feel like Infinity Wars, not to knock it before it's out because it, it's probably, it's probably going to be one of those movies like, yeah, that was good. And then I leave. And I'll probably only see it because like, you know... I love those characters or whatever, but like they're probably not going to be written as well as they could be just because there's like 500 of them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I'm not 
like dreading Infinity Wars, but I'm certainly not excited yeah. for it. Where I think it's like these solo films really give yeah. you a chance to focus on a singular hero and like his friends or like a s- two heroes or whatever. Like those are really good to me. Mm-hmm. Like even Captain America: Winter Soldier, which I think is a super underrated film, and I will fight everybody about this. It's so good. It's so good. It's so good. And like, yeah. who are really focusing on Steve, Sam, Bucky, Natasha? Like, it's just a spy thriller with Captain, with Captain America. America. It's yeah, great. and like it really also. Is. I, I really, really, really love the scene with the helicarriers where they're talking about how they're going to eliminate threats before they even happen. And Cap is like, this isn't freedom. This is fear. The, and, like, I think that's a super important message. Like, one of the deepest messages provided in a fucking Marvel film ever. And, like, it's still, <laughs> people are still like, yeah, Winter Soldier was whatever. And I'm like, no, my dudes. Winter Soldier was a good movie. Also, it had a male and female friendship that didn't end in romance, which I really appreciated. They were like, look at these bros hanging out. And I'm like, look at you. You can do it, Hollywood. I know you can. So I'll definitely, I definitely defend that movie all the time. I'm like, first of all, first of all, I know it didn't have pepper pots. You know what never stops making me angry? That pepper pots and Natasha Romanov were like all kind of like cat fighty. In that one Iron Man movie, but like they should have just been dating. Um, yeah, that's my that's my big that was my big shippy statement for today. Uh, <laughs> Natasha, like just just imagine for a moment, if you will, just close your eyes and imagine, and all will be well. And that's the end of my pre-salt. And I'm sorry, but I looked up some of the other Overwatch League skins, and the Houston Outlaw characters look like Monster Energy drinks. Oh no, they're they're some really bad. Dynasty's the best. And yeah, this, I don't know what this one with the Dynasty like, X, is the only one blue with and white uh, flag is with the red, white, and blue. The Optimus Prime. Yeah. That's all. Like, I just yeah, there's some bad. People ones. are calling them Team America. Team America. America. Team America. America. Nice. To America. <laughs> America. No, I definitely um, um, that Sky video you sent me was everything I was thinking. And then when he got to the end, he's like, <laughs> um, uh, the he's like work, work with uh Moira. I was like, he understands Moira. me. <laughs> I was just cracking up because he's all like, every time he like saw a new skin, he's oh! like, oh, <laughs> like gets all excited. Like he was like, here, let me show you a Sombra, and then he realized, oh my god, Sombra looks good. Or uh, the best one was, uh, what's it called, with uh, Winston, where he's like, no. And then he's like, thinks about it. He's like, oh, ooh. ooh. I <laughs> really all, love people who pointed out the disgruntled uh, McDonald's employees AU. <laughs> with the yellow. <laughs> who a team they is really, that? I don't know, but they really look like Ronald McDonald's. Yeah, they look terrible. Who? Hoops. Hoops was like, oh, yeah, you know what? It'll be a great idea to just fucking... Um, have the mcdonald's employee colors like and once someone said it color theory don't know or once someone said it i'm like i can't live it is apparently <laughs> philadelphia fusion who has the r.i.p philadelphia <laughs> R.I.P. Nice. no wait it's uh florida mayhem sorry philadelphia fusion oh, is R.I.P. The, florida the just oh. like plain almost plain yellow ones um i'm pretty sure the naruto is SF Shock, by the way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> NorCal was like, hey, 
What if we had Naruto skins? <laughs> They're like, NorCal sounds like Naruto. <laughs> oh my god, these are so... I... Ooh, ooh, my dudes. I just... Ugh. Uh, who, who's the red, white, and blue one? I'm trying to figure out. Oh, they're <laughs> Excelsior. Know. I saw, yeah, I, I saw a tweet today that had the like the 76 Naruto and was all like, "I'm really loving these new Naruto skins." <laughs> 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 oh, Naruto catchphrase. Where, where the but, fuck um, are they from? New York. New York Excelsior is the red, white, and blue one. Sorry. <laughs> We can get into salt now. I'm oh, sorry, nice. but I just had to know who the fuck, whomst the fuck. Whomst. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, like, I, w- I was going to transition the way you ended your um your pre-salt oh. with Natasha was what, did y'all hear about the Black Widow solo yeah. movie? So I, I'm, I did I'm not hear about it. That. I guess they, they, they hired a writer yeah. for it. I guess today. So there's a writer I mean, for you. They've been promising a Black, Black Widow, Widow movie for like fucking years. So I mean at this point yeah. I think it would be yeah, I think it would be sick if they actually do with the A Force. <laughs> Cuz that was so cool seeing everybody in the pictures for um what's it oh, called? Oh yeah. For uh, the Infinity Wars. And then every, yeah, and everybody <laughs> on the internet was like A Force. <laughs> I was like that would be so cool. I just cool, like but, I'm so I I'm still salty with um fucking um I've blocked her name from my mind actress Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> Johansson. Yeah, I'm still oh, I'm still salty Joe. with Scarlett Johansson over the great Ghost in the Shell debacle of was that 2017? Was that oh, last yeah. year? Yes. Yeah, was it great? Yes, yeah, and then she's like, early this then year. she's like, oh well, it like it's not whitewashing and this is a big step forward for women i'm like asian women are still women (laughs) (laughs) and like how is it feminist to just fucking step on asian women's representation my dude my guy it's It's just not i ooh, i so i'm still a little bit salty about that like i get you have to make money but like i but at what cost and so <laughs> yeah. that I I don't I guess like it's changed my opinion about how I feel about the Natasha of the MCU at least like not the Natasha of the comics but like my judgment is clouded with that statement that mm-hmm. lovely statement. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> uh, well, speaking of Marvel, since we <laughs> were on that again. Um, buckle up for my um, salt because I'm pretty sure I'm going to talk for a long time. So this is going to be my only salt. <laughs> um, I will uh, put a, a preface. Preface? preface. Pre- I don't know. Uh, <laughs> preface. <laughs> um, like, and we always say this on the salt report. Hey, if you enjoy things, enjoy yeah. them. Like a lot of the salt is us being like just trying to be funny. <laughs> and a lot of it is just stuff that irks us. So a lot of people have said they enjoyed the Runaways on Hulu. And if you do, then by all means, continue to do that. I hope if I bother you, then like I'm sorry. I'm not trying to like upset you. But there's things about the show that I just... Look away, child. Like. Exactly. So, But if you do enjoy it, then, then continue to, to enjoy it. Like Obviously, you're the audience for it. 
Um, yeah. So I will say that because I'm going to take a huge shit on this <laughs> show right now. <laughs> so just be Was warned. that a swear? <laughs> all right. <laughs> Yeah, it's, yeah. I'm we swearing. swear all the time. Yeah. I swear that much. I swear a lot more we're now. Bad influences. I'm sorry. Like, like, we're bad influence no. on Jake. Well, no, it's it's cool. It's cool. Um, but <laughs> I like regardless if I yeah. swore or not, I would have said I don't know. Okay, so let's get into this. Um, I watched almost three episodes, and I was out. So I got to maybe like the 10 minute, 15 minute mark on episode three. And that's when I'm like, we're not watching this anymore, which I got the free trial on Hulu for the show. Um, and we were like, Brooklyn Not Nine. And that's how we've been watching since. Um, but um, here's my thing. Like, to just, I guess if you're listening, you have no idea who the hell the runaways are. Um, they're um, the story that's written by Brian K. Vaughn. And who's the artist? I've got. I actually have the books like handy because I pulled them out. That's how upset I was. And Adrian Alfona, I don't know. And then the one thing is, um, the covers later on were done by one of my favorite. Like, I started like buying her manga because she had manga and stuff like that. Um, Joe Chen, um, yeah, who has these like beautiful manga styled um, covers that she did for them during their run and stuff like Wait, that. And I think even after quick like, little. You know, when, Quick little okay. side jump. Um, Runaways is running again right now, on and uh, Chris Anka is doing the art for it, and it's fucking dope. Yeah. So yeah, if you t- if you too watch the show and are about to take a big <laughs> shit on it with Jake, um, maybe check out that run happening right yeah. now, and it might cheer exactly. you up a little bit. Yeah, it's. I mean, actually, I have like the first couple issues. I I just haven't had time to read anything. But he actually has a cool video on uh, the Marvel YouTube channel where he's drawing the latest um, cover that I think they're going to be selling at one of the Comic-Cons and just talking about, like, his experience with the Runaways. And it's kind of crazy because, like, in the way that I'm affected by the Runaways is kind of like how he is. So it's kind of cool seeing somebody that passionate about um, these characters actually drawing the characters. And it was kind of cool because he said he's actually intimidated by drawing the, the dinosaur. Yeah. So I was like, and he's like, he's like, I'm so like, he's like, when they asked me to do it, he's like, I said no at first. Cause he's like, I just didn't want that pressure of like, I don't know if I can draw this cause I love it so much, but I'm glad he's doing it. Cause it's cool seeing somebody that passionate about it, drawing it. Oh, he clearly um, loves it. Cause he like on his Twitter, he posts like, um, sketches of him working on it and like inks all the time and being like these girls or whatever, like as he's going through it and it's really, it's really <laughs> sweet and good to watch. Yeah. So, um, so for the listeners, I guess, and Jesse, since you're the comic guru to chime in when I get stuff wrong, but, um, so Runaways was, was written by Brian K. Vaughn and like through this story, I became a big fan of his. So I ended up picking up like his Mystique run, which is a good one. Why the Last Man, hmm. the Pride of Baghdad, which is saddest freaking comic book I've ever read. <laughs> um, just anything this guy, t- he did like this amazing, um, Doctor Strange um, graphic novel and stuff like that, which would have been a really cool story for the Doctor Strange movie. I really thought that we're going to go with that Um, because they even had a picture of like um, Cumbersnatch um, buying it at a comic store dressed as Doctor Strange. So I'm like, holy crap, if he does the oath, that would be freaking sick as a movie. But they went with what they went with. Um, So Brian K. Vaughn is like my dude. And then like I think The Runaways was even on their like little – 
they're trying to appeal to like the manga audience. So like the books that I actually own look they're in the shape of like a shonen shonen jump or something yeah. like that. And um that's why I guess they even like, you know, had like artists like Joe Shanton come on to like kind of give it more of that manga vibe. Um but it's just it's just so well written. Um he's just he's one of the good writers. I hope he doesn't go crazy like Alan Moore, or Frank Miller anytime soon. Um I, I think feel the biggest like- one he's writing I, I feel like oh, we shit it. on them so much in this podcast and we'll never make it in <laughs> the comic just gone industry. so now. crazy. <laughs> no, I think even the comic industry is like, it was, it was good stuff before they went crazy. But yeah, once they went crazy, you're like, oh God, no. Like, what happened? Um, so like, it's just, I don't know. It's just a phenomenal story. Um, it just, it feels like you're, like for me when I'm reading it, it would feel like a conversation with your friends hmm. or I don't know. It just had this like sense of reality that I never felt in a comic book before. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, I was just reading Marvel at the time I was reading this, so I hold it very close to my heart. So when I saw the casting for it, when I saw that Brian K. Vaughn was a consultant on the show, I was like, "This show is going to be sick." It's on Hulu, so they can do whatever the hell they want, kind of like a Netflix thing. Um, the casting was spot on. All the actors looked great. So I'm I'm kind of like peppering everyone up on this. But um this is just a freaking CW teen drama. It might as well be Marvel's One Tree Hill. Like it that's exactly what this is. It's just Marvel's One Tree Hill. You've got the teen stuff and then you got parent stuff. Um so the first thing that irked me was the, f- the very first thing that happens in this and I keep on forgetting the listener if you haven't don't know the story. Um, essentially what it is, it's, um, there's a group of kids who find out their parents are super villains and yeah. mostly Marvel stuff happens in New York. So they happen to be in California. So the big group of bad guys is their parents in a kind of villain group called the pride. Yeah. Um, and essentially I guess is they, they're working for these like demigods. Mm-hmm. And so the idea is like, the demigods are going to bring upon bring upon this new paradise, new world type of a thing, and only six humans will get to go with them. So six servants, and so they're kind of having this thing where there's more than um, six of them, and then one of them ends up getting pregnant, and so they all get this idea: well, we'll all have one child, and our child they'll be because there's so many they'll have like if, there's six kids, so there's six kids will get to go into paradise with these demigods after they've done whatever they have to do to mm-hmm. get them in. And then, of course, the kids find out and their parents are villains, and so they run away. And so that's where you get the runaways from. Um, the thing about the books, though, is because it's so f- centered on them, it has, even though the parents are the main villains, um, they run into people like Wolverine and then other teenagers and stuff like that. I think at one point they even face like Dr. Doom and... Um, Ultron and different other stuff like that and then they have a crossover with the Young Avengers during Civil War and stuff like that so it's cool seeing um, what I would for me it was like I was in my 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 20s and stuff like that so seeing stuff that would be like oh like this is like would be like my sister or my cousins and stuff like that like you know I wasn't old enough <laughs> to, you know to still feel like a teenager and know what that felt like so it was cool feeling that way um, but this is just a C CW drama um the first thing that irked me was, like I said, like 
the pride they're supposed to be villains but instead they're like an organization and it's every the pride organization is doing this and you know we're like a non-profit the pride i'm like why would you call your non-profit the pride yeah <laughs> it just sounds terrible so right off the bat i'm like oh god no oh no like i had all of a sudden like spider senses are tingling i'm like oh no and then they start introducing the characters and then it turns out because in the premise of the books was you know each mother and father bad guy had a child um they they did a thing where they um of course they swapped some of the things so molly hayes is molly hernandez they made her a latina which i was like cool i could still get with that but they killed her parents off and she was adopted by the white family so I'm like, uh, uh, I have, I have a question. I have a, yeah. America explain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, cause at, at, and then at first they don't really tell you, they just show you in the scene. They're dropping them off for the first day of school or something. Why like couldn't that. her parents still have been Hispanic? Yeah. And like, yeah, do Hispanic people never adopt yeah. children? Like what, what the hell? Yeah. I don't know. It, it was just, it was to me, it was just ridiculous. And then like, it serves a plot point later on. Um, which I, at that point I'm like, to me, it was just like, no, you're already done. Cause the whole point of it was supposed to be the group of parents was to get their six kids to go into this new world. So I don't know what the new plot twist is for this. Um, but I just thought it was just stupid. Cause I'm like, no, it's supposed to be, it would be cool to see, okay. Like the Latino parents with their Latino and they're supposed to be mutants. So that was a kind of cool thing too. Is like her parent, Molly's parents are mutants in the book. Uh, then you have a girl named Gert. Her parents are time traveling people are evil time travelers then you've got a guy named chase whose parents are evil scientists you've got nico whose parents are warlocks and witches um yeah who am i missing you got carolina uh, carolina whose parents are aliens and then you've got alex wilder whose parents are kind of like your street thugs like your kingpin type characters and then later on we get victor mancha who's um Who's supposed to be like, I guess, the Latino in the group? Um, who's supposed to be, whose parents are actually, um, well, his dad is actually Ultron. He's actually like a, yeah, so, and they set him up with this fake person that, that he thinks is his mom. Well, raises him like a kid, so, like, it, to him, it is his mom. Um, but so, like, I'm assuming they're probably going to bring in Victor eventually into the show. Yeah. But, yeah, so then they make Molly Hernandez. So I'm like, cool, Molly, hey, Molly's just like, She's one of my favorite, all-time favorite characters. Yeah. I love her so much that when I got my dog, um, her name in the, her, like, because they come up with, like, oh, we need to come up with code names because we're superheroes now. She calls herself Princess Powerful because she has super strength. Yeah. So when I got my, my puppy, I named my puppy Aww. Little Princess Powerful. Aww. And we call her Little. So this is how <laughs> much I love this character. She punched out the Punisher. She punched out Wolverine. And she pulled off uh, Cloak's... Um, cloak from cloak and dagger like left this dude naked in the middle of the street so she's a badass and she's like this like 12 year old kid so i love her so much i'm like if i ever have a daughter i'm putting beanies and combat boots on her because it's just like so adorable she's the best character ever but in this one she's latino and they kill her parents (laughs) rule one um so i'm like oh whatever and then they had um carolina's parents in the book her parents are supposed to be like actors in hollywood and this they make it like her dad is a washed up actor who doesn't know he's a washed up actor and her mom is in charge of like this scientology type church which i guess kind of deals into the godlike people from the comics 
but it's just her running I, it and then they make it like the dad doesn't even know what's going on so that to me i'm now i'm like more concerns you killed off the two parents that were supposed to be evil getting her daughter in now it's just one evil parent and the other the other guy doesn't know what's going on so questions there and i'm just really sick and tired of this like evil church cult yeah trope we have in shows i'm done with it like it's I get it. If you're not making fun of the Catholics or the Christians, you're making fun of Scientologists. I get it. They're evil. Get over it. Like I one one change I, I did. It, one change I did like um, that they did actually has to do with Nico summoning her rod. Um, so in the original comics, it involved self harm, uh, but they didn't yeah, want to because they this this show what the what the um, producers were saying is that the show was supposed to be for young people and not necessarily mm-hmm. for the adults, which might have to do with some of the CW drama esque qualities. Yeah. Although I, I feel like I read Runaways when I was really young and I didn't need that, but whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But like they, they got rid of that because they didn't want to like encourage self harm, I guess, which I think was a very interesting choice to make. And like, not, I don't necessarily hate it. Like that's one of the things that I think was actually a good thing to change, you know? Mm -hmm. See, I didn't even get to that because it was just like, I, I, I couldn't take the stuff they were doing to it. Um, But that's good to hear. Yeah. Cause I, I like, they had like this, I don't know. At the time, because I was younger, I thought it was a funny joke. I don't know if it's still funny now, but at one point, they had, like, yeah, she she has to have, like, shedding of blood in order to summon her um, yeah. staff or whatever. Um, and, yeah, at one point, they show that she summons it, and then they're like, hey, how come, how did you summon it without, and then they're like, oh, it's your time of the month. Yeah. So I was like, ah, ha, ha. At the time, I was young, so I was like, oh, okay, that's kind of funny. But I don't know how funny that, that holds up. But, um, I mean, at least yeah, I so. would like my period to be useful for fucking something. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Summoning your magic powers. Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> I can summon my, summon my magic wand because I'm on my period without actually having to fucking hurt myself. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I don't know. Like, I feel like they got the casting and the feel, like, even, like, with Chase. Like, he's supposed to be this jock character because um his parents are scientists and he doesn't want and his dad is abusive and like you know because he likes sports gets beat up because you know he's not he's wasting his intellect you know because he's you know this prodigy of a these evil scientists or whatever and um i to me i felt like in the books he was more of like the burnout kid like he was athletic but it was more like you're just a waste of talent like you could be doing smart stuff but you choose not to you probably could be the all-star football but even then you're just playing sports to piss off your dad and this one he was your typical cw jock guy i'm just focused like the first scene is him like pumping iron and stuff like that like he's mark Wahlberg or something and so mark Wahlberg has a third nipple (laughs) live with that live with it so like like there was different things like that like i didn't mind like th- that stuff was cool the one thing that was weird is they gave nico a sister mm. and their whole reason why they hadn't talked together as a group was because something happened like she she dies and it was this big traumatic thing for them so that's why they hadn't talked in such a long time and then they also have alex hooked up with nico before this like they had a relationship and they broke up and um they're almost making it seem like that was alex's thing is like to get or like date her again 
um, which I kind of liked the, the comic better was like they just kind of hadn't seen each other in a long time and then when he finally sees her he's like oh my gosh like she's beautiful like wow like I haven't seen her in a long time and whatever's so I don't to me that just kind of felt more I don't know because like I was that type of person I was like oh my gosh like she's beautiful I want to ask her out but I'm a nerd so like <laughs> to me when I read the book I, it kind of correlated to like I felt connected to that where this is like there's already like a romance thing going on and then the death of the the sister was weird um they're like Nico the other you thing have was a like, sister I thought maybe when you said she had a sister I thought maybe this was somehow gonna work into some drama later where like only six of the children can ascend and like but no maybe she's already dead no, they're just like so. rip Nico's sister and I'm like I have a question yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I'm just like okay then here's the thing that like really bothered me was that Gert was so thirsty for freaking Chase like thirsty <laughs> like it was just like the tv screen started getting like condensation from the thirst because it's just like holy crap like she's like walking behind him checking out and which is fine but it's like not not the character yeah like chase being thirsty for carolina made sense and that was in the books but like like i always thought like gert was a badass and it was just weird seeing like like doing the the cliched like teen drama where it's like oh well you should go with me because um blah 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 oh that makes sense not realizing that she just wants to be alone with you because she's she's crushing on you and then they also did the thing where it's like oh well i can tutor you and then she gets stood up at the coffee shop and you know what i mean something like that it just felt like why like gert is such a good character and they have her like just come out like super sjw like cliche cartoon oh my god wait till you find out what happens in the new arc of the comic sorry oh wow with her because i (laughs) yeah so it's interesting (laughs) 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 but yeah and then they also have molly finding out about like old lace the the dinosaur like she just happens to be downstairs and then all of a sudden she looks in into this door is a raw the dinosaur and she's like oh freaks out and runs away and i'm like what like why would she get the sneak peek of the dinosaur and not what's it called and i heard like later on there's like this thing that kind of makes the dinosaur and her link up that sounded kind of cool yeah that i missed but i was still kind of like what but um other things that bugged me uh, they got Spike from Buffy the Vampire Slayer <laughs> to be one of the parents. <laughs> and his face is funky looking. It looks like he's wearing prosthetics. I can't tell if they did it to make him look older or he just aged. Like, I guess Zombie looks in the, what's it called? He looks <laughs> the weird. The snowman, yeah. Like, he looks like, like he still has the Piccolo stuff on from when he did the Dragon Ball movie. Wait, I'm but they sorry. Did, they he was came. in the Dragon Ball movie? Yeah, he was Piccolo. What the Wait, fuck? What? Wait, I forgot yeah, there was a the Dragon Dra- Ball Z movie, but it was, there was a Dragon <laughs> it was Ball with Z white movie, people, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then Chow Young, and Ernie Hudson, Chow Young Fat was <laughs> yeah, and Chow Young Fat was Master Roshi. I have a question. Which is weird seeing him try to act all pervy. Yeah. And freaking Spike, freaking Spike. <laughs> freaking Buffy the Vampire Slayer is the evil Piccolo. I'm yeah. <laughs> and he looks like he still has the Piccolo prosthetics. Hold on, but I they have to painted find a it to look human this, flesh. Because I have not. I have he not looks seen weird it. to me. I don't know. Uh, uh, what the so fuck? So he looks do weird even, to me. What do I even. I don't even know what his real name is, but. 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> but the next other thing that just bugged me was like, they just try to humanize the parents so much. Like, I, I get that it's supposed to be the, the teen drama. Like you said, they're trying to focus on having, um, you know, a younger audience. So obviously, what's the what's the number one bad guy to teenagers? Your parents. They won't let you go out and have fun. They always have all these stupid rules for you. And it's like, what happens if you find out your parents were really bad guys? No wonder why they treat you like shit, right? Um, so I get that, but it just... It feels like a missed opportunity this far in the Marvel universe. Like, I we get it. There's been all these civil wars and the Ant-Mans have come. Um, you know what I mean? Like, at this point, there's no reason to still play it like, oh, we're the first of our kind. Might as well have fun with it. Like, I'm, I love the first arc where after they run away, um, they come upon a teenager with two older people robbing Wait. a liquor store and they step in like they're superheroes. I'm so sorry to oh, interrupt. Spike? But why does he look like Green Goblin in this movie? <laughs> he looks terrible. <laughs> what the fuck is this? Wait, hold on. For people who don't know what uh, he looked like as Piccolo, like me, I'm going to drop this in the uh, in the Discord chat maybe for the show notes because... Yeah. All right, sorry, Jake, continue. Oh my God, I forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He looks like a Borg. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he still looks like that. Uh, sorry, I'm so sorry. Like, he still looks like that, but flesh toned for the Runaways. Um, yeah. So like, and then like, so I I get like you know what I mean like the parents are the bad guys, but like I, I still feel like it's a missed opportunity to like have had like this this other like arc with different characters um and i probably same thing it's on hulu who knows if you can mix and match but you can make your own bootleg versions the same thing with netflix like, yeah they're they're not having exactly and that you know i'm cool with them being flexible on it but like you can make up your fake superheroes or bootleg superheroes if you can bootleg x-men into freaking humans then bootleg something else marvel yeah. like you guys are freaking smart figure it out like but I get it. It's a it's a teen drama, so the parents are going to be number one. But then they make the parent they humanize the parents in a way that's not like the pride in this. Like this one should be like, if you think you're afraid of your parents, like imagine what if they were super villains. So like, it was interesting having like characters like Chase who gets beat by his dad, which you know there's probably other people that get beat by their dad or abused by their dad. Um, and then what if it turns out he was also a freaking super villain? But then this one, like, in like when you read the the, the comic, um, they go to sacrifice this girl because they have to sacrifice souls and stuff like that to these like demigod people. The Alex Wilder's dad just stabs a chick and just like boom, like with like no 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 emotions, no nothing, just cold hearted, just stabs her, kills her, boom, she's done. Like she's like, what's going up? It's dead. <laughs> Here it's like they're the same age as our kids. Like, oh, so hard for me to do this. And like, I'm just like, what? Like, you're supposed to be a thug, fool. Like, you're supposed to be, you know what I mean? Like, And then, like, they also have this other scene where, like, again, I guess building up this drama where um, the dad gets, like, punked by this other, like, thug dude. And then the thug guy's, like, hacking his phone. And I'm like, maybe thugs in the future, <laughs> like, 2020 thugs will be hacking cell phones. But, like, not these old-school freaking OG dudes. Like, to me, it just didn't fit. It didn't make sense. Um, what was the other thing they tried to do with um, 
Oh, Gert's parents, they made, because they're supposed to be the evil scientists, they were the quirky, goofy, funny scientists. Hmm. Um, I mean. So that felt off. Like they felt like the nutty professor instead of like evil scientists, which. Tag yourself, I'm the nutty professor. I don't know. (laughs) Because I'm nutty, nutty, nutty (laughs) for you. Do you remember that, Janet? (laughs) Continue. (laughs) You're like, remember Janet Jackson, nutty (laughs) professor song? Oh, God, no. I remember Can, the movies. Continue. You'll yeah. I'll just leave this so, in the... Yeah. <laughs> the Nutty Professor song. Um, so, yeah. So, I don't know. I just thought it was just weird the way they humanized them. And then um, it would do the freaking cliche CW. Let's insert montage with indie band that's popular right now. Who was it? Who was so the popular get, indie band? <laughs> I don't know who it was. It was a cool song. I'm not going to lie. I'm like, this just sounds cool. I'm going to have to look it up later and I forgot to. But like, I, like all of a sudden I had a flashback to like, I just remember watching One Tree Hill because I thought um, <laughs> Sophia Bush was super hot. So I remember watching that. Sh- I would watch that show for her. I'm like, I'll tell you everything that happened in the show. But um, yeah, I like, remember seeing like Modest Mouse show up in the middle of like One Tree Hill. And I'm like, why the hell are they playing Modest Mouse right now? And uh, yeah, sure, th- sure enough, they did the same thing where they had the pet scene with whatever insert popular indie band that's popping off right now. Oh, I guess all the kids are pulling out their Shazam app to find out who the band <laughs> is or something like that. I don't know. But it just, I don't know. I i tried so hard. I was so excited for this. Runaways is just my favorite thing. Brian K. Vaughn was in it. And it, it just wasn't for yeah. me. Yeah. Um, like, I don't know. <laughs> it's just, I, I felt like it has so much potential to just, I don't know, like, the only scene from, like, the first few episodes, I think, was, like, there's, they try to hide the fact that they know what the parents were doing, so they fake, like, they're playing Twister. And I'm like, oh, yay, I watched, like, almost an hour worth of show, and now there's one thing from the comic book. <laughs> um I, I I like watching like the Netflix stuff even when it's changed a little bit just because they they try to stay I guess with the heart of the story and I felt like this didn't like it just really did try to its be, own thing um yeah and then some of the stuff was just like weird like I'm kind of glad they did this because in the in the comics they have like Chase has these like um X-ray vision goggles or whatever. And of course, in the comic book, they have him looking at the two, like Nico and freaking Carolina, and they they're drawn in their bra. So I'm kind of glad that they switched it, but they made it like Gert looking at Chase, it's and then so it just weird. emphasized the whole thirsty thing. So I'm just like, ah, like it's, I yeah, and then I I'll, I will be the first <sighs> to say that like switching it to a unless you're intentionally making it a message about like how. Uh, like men are like the male gaze on women which I don't think they are I think they're just trying to make it as a joke it's still creepy you guys like 2k18 let's uh let's stop making weird like jokes about people looking at people in their underwear and like invading their privacy without their consent because it doesn't matter if you're a girl or a guy it's still murder I mean (laughs) you know (laughs) yeah Yeah. Cool motive. Cool motive. Still, Still peeping Tom. Yeah. <laughs> Still invading personal space. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, it just really missed the, the mark with me. Like, the best part about the Runaways was the Runaways. The casting was great, but, like, 
I don't want to know that Nico's parents are fighting. Like, I don't want to know that okay, Nico's like the parents dad's are really fighting. Not, yeah, I don't want to know they're they're about to get a divorce because they like he doesn't really love her anymore. Or and then they also made it like Nico's dad was like like had the hots for chasing uh, mom. unnecessary. Like, they're talking and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't I don't care about the freaking I don't care. <laughs> like I don't need to know they're having a rough marriage and then he wants to freaking. <laughs> hook up with this other mom like i don't need that i don't need to know that like i already know like the character's abusive towards his wife but like i don't need to see that he's failing as a scientist and he's like upset at himself because he knows he's a superior intellect and he can't you know what i mean he's like okay like your wiener's not getting hard anymore so oh i'm sorry they had to freaking use viagra bro like i don't need to know that about the dad because that's what it felt like like i don't i don't need to know this about your parents or then the one that just really frustrated me was like you made a big deal of making this character Latina and then you kill off the Latino yeah. parents. Because <laughs> like, they don't actually... And then she gets adopted. She gets They don't actually <laughs> want to bother to, like, have to do research into a way to, like, represent her cultural identity without being racist. So they're just like, uh, let's just make her adopted by white people so that she can just act white. Like, yeah. I, 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 I understand, like, I understand why it's happening, but it's lazy writing. Because, like, basically yeah. they don't want to overstep boundaries, and that's fine, but, like, this is the reason you need more inclusive writers. Like, this is the reason why diversity has to start at the level of the writer and not just the actors. Yeah. Yeah. And and I think the thing that irks me the most is that it feels like like that, right? Like, representing culture. But at the same time, I'm like... <sighs> Other than maybe tiny little things, most of the time in the Latino community, if, like, especially now, like, a lot of the Latinos don't speak Spanish. So it's just like, other than like the key phrases and stuff like that. So you could write the Latino parents as white parents and throw in maybe some, like, and this is sounds going to sound terrible the way I'm saying this. But, like, it's irritating because it's, like, you can throw in, okay, maybe they're eating Mexican food or he says mija instead of daughter. And it'll still work because it's, like, at the end of the day, it's, like, yes, he's Latino, but he's still a freaking human being. Yeah. Like, well, that, yeah, and that's it. Like, you know what is I mean? that you're writing a human being, but also, like, it's easier for a lot of writers to just whitewash the personality and, like, culture of a character. Yeah. And then just have this character then because they worry about making caricatures i know like i have this i have this problem too as a writer um because i went to this panel on diversity in writing for specifically for comics and uh video games and they had a panel of people and like one of my questions was how do you as a person who's not part of a culture like write a story with characters from other cultures without insulting them like what is what is the proper way to go about this what is the way to like how do i ask people questions where do i go to ask people questions like you can't just ask anybody because that's kind of rude like and i get why it's an issue but if you're like a if you're making millions of dollars like there's got to be a way to do it you know what i'm saying and also there just needs to be more diversity in terms of who's writing and not just like who is acting and even like because like i i did a huge like research project about science fiction movies specifically and why there are so many white people in science fiction movies and a lot of it comes down to not just like (laughs) the actors but the people producing the films so it comes down to the fact that there aren't a lot of people of color writing films well they're writing films but nobody's paying for them to get made nobody's producing them you know what i'm saying um 
and they're like casting directors a lot of them are white so they can cast white people so it's not just an issue of like actors it's also an issue of like writing and creative directors and people at the top um not people who are um people of color aren't getting chances to tell their stories you know what i'm saying Mm. but yeah it's lazy writing yeah is what it is it's just lazy writing yeah because it, it just really was like the cop out. And that's that was the thing that frustrated me, too, is that like when Brian K. Vaughn wrote for Victor Mancha, who's one of the runaways, he did a really good job of portraying like what a single family Latino family would be like a kid being raised by his mom. Um, he to me, I wasn't offended by any of the stuff he wrote. Like I was like, no, my mom does the same shit that this guy's mom is doing. <laughs> so like to me, it just felt like. I don't know, like, I kind of wish, like, either, like you said, like, bring somebody in, like, if you're that intimidated by it, but, like, to kill them all, like you say, yeah, lazy writing, like, it's just like, uh, I don't really know how, like, what if we say tacos and people get offended because we said tacos, you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, it's not that hard, like, um, with my family, like, a lot of times, like, um, my father-in-law, he would get upset when, like, even with the word Chicano. Like he, because he's old school. He's like, no, Chicano offends me. I'm not a Chicano. I'm American. I'm born here in California. I'm an American. Yeah. Uh, like you know, what I mean, I have Mexican heritage, but I am American. I'm yeah. like, you know, what I mean, like, so it's just like this weird, like, uh, I don't know, like, um, <laughs> what's the one uh, Jennifer Lopez movie she did where she was the same Selena? Like yeah. you know, what I mean, like, I'm like, I'm I'm a wet back here, but then if I go over there, I'm a freaking, you know freaking pocho or whatever so it's like you're stuck in this thing but it's not that hard and to me i was just like i was kind of excited that like okay cool one of my favorite characters is latina and then she doesn't have latino parents so it doesn't mean that she's gonna wear sombrero and serape and freaking sing la cucaracha every day because you know what i mean like that's not how most latinos act in in the united states nowadays but i don't know it felt like just such a big missed opportunity just to go with the the teen angst and evil parents and stuff like that so um but if you did like it cool i'm glad you enjoyed it i'm just not a fan and i i talked for way too long but yeah that's <laughs> is my it story. my turn <laughs> sorry okay. i'm not trying to make fun of you by the way i'm not being a jerk i just i wanted to make sure you were gonna no, add I just your donkey I kong you. thing um no but, i'm gonna erase it, it was, that's uh, another time. Yes, we'll save donkey enough. kong for another time <laughs> Yeah, I knew I was gonna go way too long with this Marvel thing because like you're I passionate about three it. episodes and I'm like no, let me. I wrote notes, you guys. I was reading notes. So, <laughs> all right. Well, it's been a while, but it's time for another round of Atlas. Can you not? Can you not? Um, some more three weeks ago. Some more details for Catherine Full Body were released, and um, a reveal trailer featuring the new character Rin, and. Uh, it's been a while since I watched it, but if I remember correctly, um, there's a scene where um, she's kind of she stands naked in front of Vincent, and he looks at her crotch and screams. And I was like, "Oh, don't, don't do it again, Atlas," because I don't know if you all know, but the original Catherine game is transphobic as hell, and it's so there's already precedent. And I mean, he, a lot of people have pointed out like that he screams at the blonde-haired Catherine like that as well, and 
that there's not really anything saying that Ren is trans, but there's a bad precedent in place. Um, and it, it just it just looks bad, and I'm not um, excited to find out if that's right, if everybody's right about it, and they are adding more transphobia to Catherine. Um, it's just... You know, with Persona 5 and with the original Catherine, they they have built... And with Persona 4, they have built up... And Persona 3... We're just going back in time here. They've built up a pretty bad precedent with LGBT issues. And I don't trust them. And I don't particularly feel inclined to give them the benefit of the doubt on this. So, Atlas, can you not... Can you not, for one game, please... Um... Aside from that, I ran into a very difficult boss gauntlet in Persona 5 um, with essentially three bosses in a row. With One one was kind of broken up. There, you fought one guy, and then you fought one guy with two forms. Um, so you did have a little bit of break in there, but you didn't get a chance to save, so I'm still considering it part of the gauntlet. Um, I had a hard time with that. I had to completely change my strategy, completely change my party, and I gained like seven levels screwing around in that dungeon trying to find healing items before I could finally beat it. Um, like I said, it's been three weeks since we recorded, so I've had time to get over the, to resolve this salt, but oh my god, that was rough. It wasn't even the final boss. It's like there was another boss fight after it that was way easier, and now, probably because I was a little bit overleveled, um, but then now I've got, I'm going to what might be the final dungeon. So not looking forward to that boss fight. I'm assuming it's going to be more difficult. Um, Mementos, by the way, is still really boring. Um, I did a little bit of dungeon diving into there while I was trying to gain levels. And it, it sucks. And there's one point where you get to the bottom of it, the path of, I think it's called the path of Xeriuth is the bottom. And... Mo- Morgana's like, oh, the monsters in this level are feisty, and like the monsters in that level ain't shit. They're they're like twenty levels below m- me, and not even a problem. Um, and they run away from you at sometimes if they're really under leveled. Um, and then I've already talked about it, but I'm in fabric paint hell. I have to paint the sorry wow. design like six more times onto a piece of fabric, and again I gotta paint a chevron design onto some ribbon and sew that on. And so much painting. I am dying. <laughs> I hate okay. painting. It looks nice, but I it sucks. Um, and, and then I got to paint a prop. <laughs> ah! I'm painting oh, hell no. with this costume. Uh, um, but yeah, I just blew through my salt, but I, I'm done now. I had more pre-salt to talk about than yeah. salt this week. <laughs> I talked too long. Well, can I can I interject? This is not salt, but like, can we get a Nadia? Uh, um, well, they haven't released a new chapter, so nothing's happened. Oh, if, they probably okay. won't for a couple of months. So that's yeah. I haven't been talking oh, about you. the Arcana because I haven't been playing it because <laughs> they don't have any new chapters. Well, we expect updates. <laughs> okay, gotcha. You have updates. Well, I I will definitely yeah. update when there when there is another update. I thought there was going to be like, so we're married now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm married, Nadia. It's fine. <laughs> We're happy. It's perfect. We've got three children. It's whatever. Yeah. 
Here, I made an honest woman. She is an honest woman. How dare you? I just said it was so funny when you're like, she's so thirsty. And you're like, I'm, <laughs> I'm so thirsty. <laughs> oh, crap. Okay. Well, uh, we already went over my salt and the pre salt. I was just going to. Yeah, we talked yeah, about mercy for quite a while. Mercy. So we, are, we already did that. That's done. We don't got to do that. Um, What. We do gotta do is what do I got? I've so when Jesse was here, I I made a another alt account in Final Fantasy. <laughs> I made this cat boy, <laughs> and he's very sweet. And we named him what do we name him? I can't remember. But he's a good boy. He's a very good boy. We love this cat boy. He's a healer. Um and I realized I make too many ults because well, too many ults because he was my third character because I've got Alencia to the this boy. No, I have a different cat, and I've got this boy, and then I made a completely different girl who was a cat. So I, I like the cat characters a lot. They're very cute. Their ears are very cute, 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 kitty ears. Yeah. So yeah. So I just keep making alts, and I don't know what to do with them, which I need to get back to my first alt, because I actually sunk money into that thing, but I'm wanting to play my other alts, and that's bad, because that's bad. So, uh, yeah, I just had little salt. Very little baby salt. Very boring little baby salt. Jake soaked up all yeah. of the salt that we had. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I talk for like a half an hour right now. It's know. fine. I didn't have much oh, salt like, to I'm begin with. Oh, he's like, I'm talking for way too long. Is Jesse gone? Really, Jesse? <laughs> oh my lord! She, she didn't, didn't tell, tell us. I'm salty that Jesse does. will leave and not tell us, and then we don't know. Give us a heads we up at least. Come on, because she stops talking, and then we miss her. We miss her so much. I guess we just have to wait for her to come back. When will Jesse return yeah. from the war? <laughs> when will Jesse return Jesse, from the war? Come back. From the war. Please, Jesse. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, I should talk about Runaway some more since I got the not playing. <laughs> Sorry, I'm back from the war. <laughs> She's back. Sorry, I had to get something to put in my stomach because I, I I feel like I'm oh, gonna no. throw up today because I was a fool this morning and only had an egg and two coffees before I went to the gym, and then I yeah. almost died at the gym, and so now my stomach is like, if you do not put food in me, I yeah, will destroy that's you. So I went to get some food and some water with some ice in it. So I'm I sorry. I was telling them about our uh, our beautiful son, who is a oh, yeah our beautiful cat boy. Yeah, see, yeah. I knew you were gone when I started talking about him, and there was nothing. But I kept going. I yeah. kept going. <laughs> he's such boy. a good boy. He is he's not a, a bottom. He's a bottom. No, he's not. He's this, a bottom. This is my salt. She just doesn't understand. He's a, ba- he's a power bottom. It doesn't... Mm, no. Power bottom. <laughs> he likes to ride him like a cowboy. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, true... <laughs> Reverse cowboy's his favorite position. 
I took a big old sip of my water after I said that. Too. <laughs> <laughs> he, he not. No. He, you, why are you afraid of bottoms? I'm not afraid of bottoms. Well, wait. 2K18, can, can, why is can he, he afraid of bottoms? Can he, I don't know shit about nothing. Can, can he be, <laughs> he's not submissive though. He's, so, can he? That's, That's why, why I just okay. said he's okay. on the bottom. Okay. okay, I just got... <laughs> he chooses to be on the yeah. bottom? Yeah, it's his choice. It's Haven't fun. you ever seen the bottoms from the top tag? What? Are you talking... What? It's <laughs> 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 like a oh, remix hey, to like, keep, Drake's song. <laughs> keep up with the <laughs> fandom lingo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Hold on, I gotta take a sip. Oh, God. Take a fucking sip, babe. Um, so my first note in here was just that thing I said earlier about Caitlyn in the stream. The ner- nerfing the stream instead of, like, the res or her ult. Um, the second thing, I guess I should just keep all of my, uh, over, all of my overgaze, uh, salt in one thing and then talk about fucking crybaby. Um. Please, in lockout matches, keep your healers alive, because once we dead, we dead, and y'all can fucking yell for healing as much as you want, but I can't help you. Um, so, yeah, fucking lockout matches. Oh my god. I mean, I was like, I want some loot boxes. I'm gonna play arcade mode. I'm a fool. I'm a fool. Because if I think that I get disrespected <laughs> as support in fucking, um, in fucking, uh, like quick play let me fucking tell you lockout matches at one point i was like fuck this noise i'm reaper because i was so i was so angry um but yeah the people like yelling i need healing after i'm dead and it's a lockout match so i don't respawn and i'm like i don't know what to tell you buddy (laughs) i'm gone (laughs) like and this is what happens so like when we we begin like after the second time this happened i spam group up with me like before the doors open because i'm like please don't leave me right because if you're on the other side of the map and i am but a lowly healer like if i'm lucio or moira i can probably make it to the other side of the map but it's not advisable right because like i'm not deepest and i'm certainly not a tank okay so like but if i'm if i'm mercy I'm just naked. I might as well be standing in the middle of the fucking battlefield, completely nude, with no weapons. Because that's basic. It's like, I'm wearing a giant-ass sign that says, eliminate me. I'm easy. But then, people are mad that they don't get healing. And I'm like, well, maybe you should have fucking protected your healer. Or just, just stood by me. Just, like, I'd be standing there, and I rezzed an Ana, who then ran away. And I'm like why why (laughs) why god (laughs) why have you left me here to die like that happens so often like i res them and then they run away and then i'm like oh hello bastion eliminated like i ooh 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 that's my (laughs) my big salt um if like oh ooh Ooh, a big salt. And I would, and three, three V three was horrific. Six V six lockout was pretty okay. I mean, people still did abandon me, but three V three, 
is not optimal. Um, so that's that's my big and I just got a bunch of sprays, except for I did get that Moira spray that I was super excited about. So uh, but mostly I just got sprays and voice lines for characters that I don't play and like skins for characters that I don't play. And I'm like, <laughs> an avocado. Thanks. Um, yeah, didn't want this, but thank you. Uh, and it's never, it's never like a good skin too. It's like, ah, yes, Soldier 76 is skin in russet. And I'm like, <laughs> get this potato ass skin away from me. I don't want it. Um, Yeah. So that's my, I think that's my biggest, oh, and then I played with this team on Quick Play the other day, who, like, I guess had never seen Symmetra's turrets before, because they just tried to walk through them. They just tried to Hulk smash through them, and I'm like, you know, I'm like, you know, you can destroy them. And I'm, like, going through as Moira and destroying all the turrets, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, my guys. And then there'd be like, oh, there's a shield generator, and I'm like, you know. You can destroy them. See, I don't. The thing is, with the turrets is when you're getting hit, you're panicking. The sound is awful. It, it's I, jarring. Yeah, but nobody, not a single <laughs> DPS or tank on my team, tried to eliminate the turrets. I think it was they just, just me. They just thought they could do it. They thought they I. Could. I watched a diva fucking try to walk through this turret for like forever and i eliminated them for her and healed her and i was like baby baby (laughs) my child (laughs) i feel like a mom i feel like the reason healers are so salty is because we're just moms or like when you're lucio and like obviously your healing has to do with the fact that people have to stand in your circle and there's a clear circle it's a a ring on the floor it's like taking care of a yeah, bunch of and the fucking Genji is like six miles away from me, and he's like, "I need healing," and I'm like, "Well, you better grab a heal pack, my dude, because I cannot fucking reach you." You go, Genji, sweetie, please don't run across <laughs> the street like that. Come back, <laughs> my boy. You have gone where I cannot follow. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, and like as Zen, it's a little bit easier to deal with him, but still, if he runs out of your eyesight, you're like, goodbye. Oh, yeah, so, oh, I feel like I'm, like Kay said, I feel like I'm wrangling toddlers. Like, I'm like, please, my children. Um, And, like, some of them were high level enough for me to be like, really? Really? Uh, But um, I think that was my my Overwatch. Oh, fuck, never mind. Hold on, I forgot. I fucking hate Junkrats in Maze. I hate them so much. Ah! I love playing Junkrat, fight me. They're nerfing him, finally. Like, there's nothing (laughs) scarier as a healer than to hear that fucking car alarm beep beep sound and, like, an explosion. And I'm like, no, 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 no. And then, like, hearing, uh, like, fire in the hall. And I'm like, no, no, no. And you can hear the sound of the engine getting closer. And you're, like, running. And there's nowhere to go. It's not like Hanzo's ult where you can just steppy out of the way. Okay? Like, you can literally just walk over two steps and it misses you and you're like, goodbye. But, like, fucking... No, you, hear that, you hear that engine get too close and it's like the sound of silence starts playing in your head, in your head as you blow up in slow motion. I, yeah, exactly. Because you turn around it's like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Like, I'm like, where is it? Where is it? And then, like, I turn around. It's just like, next time. <laughs> to be continued. I'm like, no. Um, yeah. Fuck it. But they're finally getting a nerf that has to do with their um, grenades. So, depending on how far away you are, it changes how, like, how much the grenades affect you or how much it damage it deals. Um, so they can't be like three miles away and throw a grenade at you and fucking obliterate you anymore. <laughs> Thank God. Um, yeah, that's fair. Maze are just so annoying. And not just enemy maze. It's your own team's may. I'm like, you are trying really fucking hard not to get any healing may. Like just, oh, oh, they go into. What's that? Our, our McCree has his alt and is getting ready to use it. Time to put up an ice wall so he's totally worthless. Yeah. That's great. I'm like, thanks for this ice wall no one asked for. And you're standing on the other side of it and asking for healing? Fuck you. And then <laughs> and then it'll be like, uh, like I go over to heal her. And then she does, because she's panicked. I get it. But she does her little like freeze thing. And I'm like, my dude, I can't heal you when you're like this. And then... And he's just like, I need healing. And I'm like, do you? Do you really fucking need healing, Bay? Do you? Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to scream, but it drives me insane. Or I- a fucking <laughs> junk rat came up to me the other day. I was like, I need healing. I look at his little health bar. He had half of a health bar ticked down. And I, like barely any health missing. And I'm like, are you fucking serious? Because there is like a fucking like diva over there who's little diva out of tank who actually probably really needs my healing but like there's you who's barely missing any health you walked over to me to spam i need healing you piece of shit you really don't oh oh that was cathartic i feel really good now um <laughs> I, w- I do want to say i since you talked about both Symmetra and May, um, I did see a cute video where Symmetra was trying to put turrets on the top of like a really high arch. And so May put an Aww. ice wall underneath her so she was standing on top of the ice wall and could place her turrets. And then afterwards, the Symmetra was like, thank you. That's so pure. <laughs> it was great. That's, that's pure. Your, your Overwatch salt reminded me of uh, when I was Zenyatta and kept dying and people were like, I need healing. And they wouldn't be anywhere near where I could help them and they were spamming I need healing and then I died for like the fifth time and they just started spamming I need healing I need healing and then we lost it was like <laughs> defeat and it shows like you know the chat log it's just Zenyatta I need healing <laughs> <laughs> when uh when people spam I need healing and I'm Moira I spam back I'm working over and over and over again because <laughs> I'm like fuck you um I also have her voice line that's like, are you finished? So I spam that too. <laughs> uh, yeah. Fuck. Being a healer is so hard and sad and filled with salt. But like, and people are like, then why do you do it? And I'm like, cause you don't know the joy of keeping your team alive. Like there's just, it's fun. It's, fun. it's satisfying. You're like going around, you're keeping people alive. You're doing, you're doing your best. Sometimes people say thank you and you're like, I'm protecting you for the rest of the match. I don't care about anybody else. Um, you are my top priority you, from now you on. Are top pri- you are my child. I. You're not supposed to pick favorite children, but you're mine. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's that. So finally, my last piece of salt is uh, fucking um, Devilman Crybaby. I'm here to talk about it. 
this isn't this isn't really salt per se. I mean, it sort of is and it sort of isn't because you were like losing your shit before the recording. I don't know if you can say it's not really salt. I, it is salt, but like <laughs> I don't know how to feel about the salt because because Devil Man is such a mess to begin with. It's not good <laughs> at all. I mean, like the dub is fucking hilarious. If you're ever really sad, watch the first episode of the Ova dub because you'll you'll be cheered up immediately. Um you can also just find a compilation on YouTube yeah. of all the best Devilman dub moments, I and I recommend shit. that. Suck on this! That's my favorite Should one. Should I take my shoes off? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and that guy who's just, like, trying to cross the street, and Rio's on the wrong side of the street, and a guy's like, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> That's me. Um, yeah, so... I decided I was going to try and strap into Crybaby because people love it. People are thriving, okay? They are thriving on Crybaby. So I was like, you know what? Maybe they did something where they were like, you know, Devil Man was really bad, but we can make it good, you know? Because there have been good things based off not as good source material before, you know? There just really has. Like, to be honest... Uh, comic books now oh my god i'm gonna get so much hate for this but like if you ever read the first iron man comic versus like iron man comics now that's a huge structural leap you know what i'm saying as far as storytelling and content so you know i was gonna give this a chance because i'm like things change you know like times are changing so I start watching it immediately. I actually, you know, the new theme song is pretty good. It's pretty like 80s synth pop. And the whole soundtrack is kind of like that. It's like 80s synth pop. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I was dancing. Um, so I, I, I'm like 10 seconds into it. And I see the like the actual show. And like the opening was really stylized. So I was just like, you know, sometimes openings are really stylized. Fucking opens up. And I'm like. I'm sorry, are 14-year-olds drawing this? I Okay, I shouldn't insult 14-year-olds like that. Um, <laughs> wow. They're, they're working really hard. And, like, people are like, it's a style. And I'm like, it's lazy animation. Like, I'm sorry. I Somebody, somebody posts stills from this, and I get it stylized, and, like, they want the, like, flat style of looking like a fucking 14-year-old drew it. Everybody looks terrible. Yeah. Um, See, I kind of liked the art until I saw it in motion. Yeah, in motion. It's really awkward, <laughs> right? Um, yeah. And it looks like sometimes they'll be walking down the street and stuff, and it looks like they just took that, like, like they just drew, like, a cutout, and then they just, like, like still framed it, sort of turned it a little bit to the left, and then to the center, did you, and then to the right. Did you see that gif from the newest berserk anime where like badly cgi guts is just sort of like bouncing along in front of the screen and his mouth is moving awkward yeah it's kind of like it feels like that like they're just got these characters on a stick and they're bouncing them it, it's so weird but it's not cgi no like, it's super it's kind of like super flat so it's got yeah. that kind of style to it, which I get is a it's an aesthetic. Um, I don't particularly like it in this case. I feel like it's really weird. Like the way Rio looks, and I think we've talked about this before with like anime where people just keep starting to look like more and more infantile. I don't know how to explain it. Like 
and it could just be the big jump from me watching the old one to the new one but i also want to talk about how as the characters begin to look more infantile right the fucking violence so devil man's pretty famous for being like some of the most violent anime of all time fucking this is more violent by the way um i'm i had to lay i had to make a lay down afterwards like maybe this is just because i'm soft edgelord tm um and not you know hardcore but holy shit you guys like 10 seconds into the episode we're walking into the rave scene and this girl fucking drugs him just just pulls a cure up drugs him but with her titties out and like just forces the drug into his mouth with her tongue there's like just a butt twerking in my face with like tiny underwear on and i'm like what the fuck is happening with that super flat style animation this butt just twerking and then there's like still people in the background because they didn't bother to make them move and just so much happening there's just like this dude like hardcore fucking this girl in the background like i know i know and i get that it makes sense for the show right because he's raves but like holy fucking shit right um also when akira when rio shows up so in the first one it is also sketch because when rio shows up in the first one like he's just like come with me akira and akira's like okay and his friend's like maybe you shouldn't and he's like it'll be fine and then rio threatens her with a knife and then akira gets in the back of the car and goes this time Miki's, like, sitting on a dock, and, like, all these rap kids, because there's also rappers in this one for some reason, and they rap throughout it. Um, I, I guess they're, like, the three witches from Macbeth. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, so they, they're, like, her... Have they made a, a Macbeth adaptation like that? Because it, it seems like something that would So exist. my high school did that. I need uh, that. We in my had life. three rap boys in my high school. With rapmans? Yeah. And uh <laughs> these three rapper boys in my high school and um the they painted their faces like with this creepy makeup and they were the three witches in Macbeth and they rapped the whole because you can because it's in I'm a pentameter, so it's in verse already. So yeah, they wrapped it. But as far as you know, there's not like an official no. anime. I, at first I thought you were going to say, did they make a Macbeth awesome. anime? And I'm sure there is one somewhere. They probably have. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to research that while you continue talking. Uh, so Rio shows up in this one and Miki's getting harassed. And then Akira, who looks even more like a child than before, shows up and he's like, hey, leave her alone. And the rap guys are like, no. And then rio shows up and is like akira come over here and then the rap guys are like hey who are you and then rio pulls out a machine gun (laughs) and starts smiling wildly at the dock and akira's like okay and he runs up the like dock and rio still holding the machine gun in his hand which is clearly not on safety picks akira up swings him around and they're like having a reunion i'm like what the fuck is happening right now okay because this is even this is even more intense i am gonna warn you if you are gonna watch it first episode there's animal death um there's a kitten that dies and then um yeah obviously sexual content there's body horror because when the people turn into demons their bodies like rip apart but if you saw the first one it you you know that's gonna happen um let me see what else there's another weird thing oh uh second episode maybe um i don't know how old these kids are supposed to be 
like 14 or 15 but we watch a 14 year old girl masturbate on her bed in her school uniform which is really awkward and gross to me but if you're okay with that then you'll be fine i'm sorry i just watched a spider go up the outside of my window and i just freaked out um so there's a lot of that content i don't know how i feel about it the female characters kind of get treated a little aggressively i mean it was like that in the old one too uh which i have feelings about um the the only uh homosexual like canonly homosexual character who actually has a crush on akira like it's canon is rio who I don't want to spoil this for you. Is Satan himself? So, um, also, yeah, yeah, he's Satan. Uh, and then he's like, uh, it's it's a long story, and I don't know if I want to spoil it on the podcast, but this is part of my salt. But like, <laughs> just like, basically, he's like, I love you, Akira, and he tricks Akira into becoming Devil Man because he's like, we can save humans, but guess what? He actually hate he hates humans because he's Satan. He wanted to trigger the apocalypse, right? And he wants Akira to join him. And of course, Akira's like, fuck you. And then he has to slice Akira in half. And then he's like, but I loved you. <laughs> and But then Akira's dead before he can hear him say, I love you. And he's like sad and people are sad for him. And I'm like, he is literally Satan. Okay? <laughs> Stop trying to nerf <laughs> Satan's evilness. Okay? Because he's evil. <laughs> Like, what? It's like, all these people are watching the series now, and they're like, oh, he's so sweet and adorable, and he just, he really meant, well, no, he didn't! He wanted to kill the entire human race! Like, y'all, y'all, fuck you! And, like, I get, because the, the, the difference between this series, there are differences between the original series, like in this one. Oh, this was the really weird part! Sorry, this is a lot of salt. But there's this part where Akira mentions briefly that... As I said before, they're like 14 or 15. He mentions briefly that Rio is the same age as him, but he's a professor in the States. Um, America. <laughs> I was not aware that Wait, for some reason... Who's it- a professor? Rio. Rio's a professor. He yeah. looks like he's 12. He's 14 or 15. He's in high school. He's the same age as Akira, who's in high but school. he's a professor. But he's a professor in the United States because he and like the way that Akira says it is that because he's in the United States, he's a professor. And I'm like, I have a question. Um, Since when do uh, 15 year olds become professors in the United States? Like, (laughs) I I have a I have a confusion. Are they 15? Um, They're like 15. Yeah, they're like 15 or 15. Stop doing that, please. (laughs) <laughs> like this show, oh yeah smart no guy. like first episode <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah no that's why i'm saying that's why when the girl starts masturbating i'm oh, like she is Japan, a small on. child uh i don't want to watch this <laughs> but in america she's a professor yeah, and rio's america, a professor anyway instead of them finding the demon head in antarctica uh, he goes to South America and there's like this village of evil people living in South America that are demons <laughs> and the guy he's on a professor trip with gets turned into a demon and then sets himself on fire kind of like Rio's dad except Rio's dad didn't try to knife him in this one um, and he didn't kill the dog I don't remember oh um, but yeah it's uh, super super what the fuck i'm like okay and then you know this happened in the original series too where like akira becomes devil man and then his normal form is like buff and he has eyeliner for some reason um 
when it happens to Akira in this series, like he looks like he went from being 12 years old to 30. He's like three shades tanner, by the way. Um, he has a butt chin. Which he didn't have before. I'm not exactly sure what about making making your turning into a demon gives you Steroids. a butt chin. Because it didn't happen to the other people. Like, a butt chin is like a skeletal thing, isn't it? I have questions. I don't know. S- science side of podcast salt. To reveal to us your dark secrets about butt chins. Um, and he, he does get the eyeliner. And he's like super horny. So he's watching porn in the audio visual room at school. And we see it. It's just like this lady getting fucked to hell. And like her boobs are bouncing. And I'm like, Netflix. Can you um, not? Can you not? Like, why am I here? I couldn't. I could not finish. It was so. It was also intense. Also, for some reason, Rio has a camera out the entire time. So every time Devil Man does something, he's filming it. And I'm like, why? He just pulls out a vid cam. Like, this is for his home videos. He's like, gonna wink to that later. Like, I don't fucking know what the hell. Fucking rap star. Fucking. I just. Oh, so much fucking happens. <laughs> World star. I just. And. So then, so, like, and I get that, like, it's supposed to be like this. Like, it's supposed to be edgelord, edgy as fuck, right? And, but, like, I I think if I was 14, I would have been really into this. But, like, as a 23-year-old going on 24, I'm like, I feel like I've outgrown this a little bit. And it just gives me fucking anxiety. Because I'm like, violence for the sake of violence and sex for the sake of sex is so hard to watch. And then someone at the end of the day was like, at the end of the day, humanity's the real monster. And I'm like, fucking yawn. Been there. Done that. Like, I don't need this subpar anime to tell me this. Am I gonna finish it? Maybe. I I forgot to say that I only made it through two episodes because I was having fucking coronary. And there's like ten episodes. That's a lot. Um, Maybe. I I don't know. I don't know if I can finish it. I don't know how I feel about finishing it. I I feel weird about people like, like empathizing with people who are just with fucking Rio. And I'm like, why? Um, Also, the running. Uh, so I think it's, I put- it's just him though that was running like. No, that. it's all of them. <laughs> but all the other kids weren't running like that. Okay, so anyone who is possessed by a demon, right? Or so in- I was I was gonna yeah. ask, is that see that's just demon run? Yeah, but um, Miko does it too. It's demon run. Miko does it. Well, that's what I'm saying, but it's hideous. Yeah, it's it's, it's bad. It's real bad. But it's, it's demon ugly. Run. It is. It sounds but like a listen, phone app demon run. Like no, but just, he looks like a spider. This, yeah, but it's demon run, Jesse. It works. It fits. You're just no, being no. Nitpicky. Every single person I no, every single other person I talked to was like, I could have lived without this. <laughs> even the people who liked it as like a meme, like even the people who are laughing at it are like, I could have lived without seeing this. It's Absolutely. weird and creepy, weird. and there's like several other people in the the show who do it i think no but the thing is it's like to make you uncomfortable no but the thing is is like nobody they're just like oh he's super fast but nobody fucking questions (laughs) why he runs on all fours like like, a fool i like how he stands up straight suddenly and everyone's just like whoa he's so fast oh yeah because everybody's horny for him now it's like what because everybody's got a boner for him, which is why what's her name turned into a demon because she was masturbating to the thought of him, Miko. Oh my god! 
And so I, I, fuck, I, I okay. wish I could. You know what? I'm done with Devil Man. Yeah. I'm done. No, I, I feel like I want to finish it, but like. No. And like people are so excited about it, no. and I don't want to shit on your parade because I'm like. People are having a good time, so maybe I'm the one who's wrong. Well, no, maybe. I think I think it's just not for you, and I that's think okay. That, well, but the thing is, is like, like I have I have like a special place in my heart for it still, just because of the original dub. Right. And like I but was talking I about this, my ex and everything, but like, isn't your cup of tea? It's not. It's 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 definitely. It makes me feel anxiety. Yes. Above all. Yes. Because so I feel like it's unnecessarily the 80s, edgy. Well, the seventies, eighties, whatever editions. And like, good. like people are like, oh, there's Miki Miko content, but apparently they only flirt like once. I don't yeah, know. I, don't I might know. continue watching it just to see and Maybe then bounce the hell out. I'll just be disappointed. But I mean, yeah, because I mean, we all know how it ends. Yeah, but but. Listen, yeah, it's so, fine. Just remember that Castlevania is the superior animated show on Netflix. Oh, absolutely. Castlevania <laughs> Castlevania was so much better. Bullshit. Like, that was violent for the sake of being violent, but it was, like, good. But, like, I... But it also wasn't, like, hyper-sexualizing exactly. young people. It didn't hyper-sexualize things. It was just, just... over-the-top violence. But when you think about it, Castlevania's over-the-top violence against the monsters... And that's the other thing is, you know, it's Castlevania is good. I love Castlevania. When do I get season two? I'm so excited for Vampire Jesus to kick some ass. Vampire Jesus. <laughs> but yeah, I definitely, um, I definitely feel like an old lady yelling at the clouds or an old man yelling at the clouds because I'm just like, what the fuck is happening? Um, it's really intense. So if you get, if you have high anxiety, I wouldn't recommend it. Mm. Um, because I also have high anxiety and I, it's so hard for me to watch it. But yeah, it's it's like, it's ultimate ridiculous. Um, Just try Castlevania instead. I watched Castlevania already. No, I'm telling our listeners to try Castlevania oh, yeah. instead. If and the reason it's called Crybaby is because Akira is a crybaby in this. So like he cries in the beginning and over the dead cat. And Rio's like, you knew it would die. And then Akira's like, you're crying too. And then Rio tries to tell the audience that like he didn't know what that meant, but now he does. And it's because, and it's because like he learned to care about this one person. It, it's complicated, but also Akira cries through the whole thing. Even when he becomes demon Akira, Akira he starts crying. And like I said, it's slightly different. Like there's a bunch of slight differences, but the main overarching plot is the same. Um, but you also don't get that weird, awkward hospital scene. That's also one of my favorite scenes where like, uh, fucking Akira buttons open the hospital door and he's like, Rio. And then they're putting like that, like bathrobe on Rio. And then he looks over and then Akira looks to the side and then just looks away. He's like, you're looking well, fucking awesome editing. I also, if you guys can find it, I might post it here so that Jake can put it in the show notes. There's an unedited video of one of the most awkwardly timed scenes in all of the original Devil Man series. I laughed so hard that I almost peed myself. So I'll put that Ooh. in the in the description as well. Because holy fucking shit. It completely unedited. That's actually how the timing is. The person's like, I don't know if like people turning into demons haunted me or this one scene, this timing in this one scene in Devil Man. Um, but yeah. That's my that's my crybaby salt. 
But just along the lines of earlier when I was talking about nerfing people's evil, just don't. Like, don't be like this. As a joke, you can be like, oh, this innocent baby. But, like, if a person has murdered a bunch of people, you you probably, and, like, don't care about humanity and want other people to die and are, like, generally evil all around, you probably shouldn't just be, like, authentically, wholeheartedly, like, oh, man, I love this person. No. No. It's it's the Severus Snape principle. Yeah. Like. Cool motive. He's a bad person. Still murder. Good character. Good character. You can still like him. <laughs> bad person. But don't try to te- treat him like he's a total sweetheart that never did anything wrong. Yeah. Exactly. And that's my, that's my salt. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> no, it's all right. I'm fading. I'm sorry. I think I was still longer than. <laughs> We're. <laughs> We're almost there. We've got the imported salt. There's not a lot. (sighs) Yeah. So our first imported salt comes from uh, Cameron uh, at night underscore Twitten, who is now uh, Monster Monster Presents Karaoke Cameron. Uh, Salt for the new year. Fuck miniatures. (laughs) Seems like my copy of the hand from Kingdom Death is missing his fur ruff. I don't know what that is. Um, it seems a bit silly to lose my shit over a pinky nail sized piece, but I cussed my head off for a good 30 minutes, mostly because I was already frustrated from having to pull him apart and reassemble him. I put the body together wrong and constantly dropping and nearly losing his dumbass little pauldrons. Um, anyway, fuck waiting two months for a replacement part. So I sculpted <sighs> one myself. Nice. It'll look it'll look worse, but as long as you don't look too closely, it's fine. I haven't been um, this tilted in fucking forever, and I think it's a combination of doing shitty as something I normally pretty that I'm normally pretty great at modeling, and the fact that Kingdom Death is expensive as shit. Anyway, Happy New Year! I look forward to hearing what you salty <laughs> bastards have been getting up to. Yeah, so I looked up the the character in question because I don't know anything about Kingdom Death. And that fur rough piece looks just like it would be so easy to lose. Oh. It's not very big. Oh, I better be careful. He had additional salt. Yeah. Oh, oh, he can I take this his... one? Yeah. Because it, yeah, yeah sure. Additional salt. No one told me Darth Maul was an alien and not to be a heavily, and uh, not actually a heavily tattooed human. Jesse brought this up on Twitter and it blew my fucking mind. Years of lies. Yeah. So actually. Yeah, that's why he has horns. Um, no, I thought it was body mods when I was a kid. I know. I did. Even when I was a kid, I thought he was just like a weird dude. So and, actually, it gets, yeah, he's an alien. it gets even <laughs> more complicated because he's a Dath, Dathomirian. Okay. And they, aren't just a singular species, okay? Because they are a combination of two species, which is a human female, ugh, excuse me, and a male zebrac. So you need, the, like, those are the two. So they're actually, like, a combo species. And the fem, Yeah, and the females look absolutely completely different than the males. Like, 100%, the cis females and the cis males look 100% different. The cis females are, uh, like, white, pale looking with the markings on their face. There's a very famous character. She's um, from the Clone Wars TV series. She, yeah, she is a Dathomorian and Dathomirian as well. Um, And uh, the 
the males look like the cis males look like Darth Maul. So they have that same kind of coloring. Um, Some have different colors. Yeah, they come in different colors. Like his brother is yellow. (laughs) Yeah, but they have the same markings in the horns. Mm -hmm. So different markings, but yeah, same. Yeah, yeah. It's the Nikki. Do you want to get punted? They're different markings. That's like saying all well, zebras have the same markings, Jesse. Yeah, but guess what? All zebras have the same kind of marks, which are there, stripes, that's, Nikki. That's fine. And so I said I the just, same kind of markings. I was just clarifying. <laughs> I was going to make that joke, too. I'm like, they're like zebras, so are they red with black stripes? Or are they black Actually, with red stripes? they're yellow with black stripes. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, also, brother. Darth Maul got cut in half, but he's not dead, y'all. Which ba- brings yeah, a lot, yeah. a lot of. Qu- he gets some fucking crazy spider legs. Yeah, yeah eventually we saw that giant ass figurine at uh, the comic book store uh-huh. of his giant spider yes, legs. Like, but you son. know what else is funny? My funny about that is that like, what if Snoke just comes back with giant spider legs? He's like, bitch! I bet you thought you'd seen the last oh. of me. <laughs> I wish. I wish. Like, what do you have to do to come back? You have to be fucking dope as hell i feel bad though because his bad dragon dick is probably gone in a ditch somewhere that we're moving on um so this one's from (laughs) you can't let it go go for it start we've got this one sent in from uh grizzly bear was this emailed in or yeah anyway uh, spoilers for Divinity Origin Sin 2, so you don't have to read it, but this game has very quickly become one of my favorite RPGs ever, if not my favorite. The game is amazing, but there was an event that made me extremely salty. There are six potential companions in Act 1, but you can only have three in your party at one time, but can switch them out to use different skill sets and weapon types as you please. This is great until the transition to Act 2, where the game permanently kills every companion that isn't in your party off-screen. Any time skills and gear you spent on them is also gone forever. I was flabbergasted when, I, when it happened, and I'm super salty about it. Anyways, Happy New Year. <laughs> that sounds terrible. <laughs> Sinking time, money, gear, death, yep. God... Thanks. Yeah. Fucking bye. Whoa, Jake. Jake said nothing in a voice that like took me into a decibel of sound that I wasn't ready for. <laughs> Whoa. Like it was like the eight oh eight of voice. For nothing. Nothing. I can't even do it. I didn't realize I said nothing. Was he, yeah, it was you. Yeah. I think it was you, unless it was Nikki. For nothing. I'm jealous. My vocal cords won't let me be that. Have that deep a voice. For nothing. Yeah, mine either. <laughs> Maybe I did it. I wasn't talking. It was like I always I get the like no. when I order from like like Nothing. yeah when I'm like at fast food or on the phone I do the like hi can I get this and they're like yes ma'am pull forward so <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think it was me it must have been Nikki <laughs> yeah when I when I order food my voice goes up two octaves too or when yeah. I worked at Old Navy and I'm like hi welcome to Old Navy. <laughs> That's the customer service yeah. voice. Hi. And, yeah. Can I help you? Yeah. When I was in customer service, I noticed that when I had my customer service voice, which was two octaves higher, and then I had my bad news customer service voice, which was two octaves higher than that. <laughs> <laughs> and 
and then you've got oh, your I'm ma'am sorry. please leave I can't. yeah I've got, i just got this voice i don't know <laughs> i like my friend hates it because she's like who is that fake ass bitch every time i do my customer service voice <laughs> hi can i help you find anything she's just like please stop yeah, stop. yeah. Using words you don't usually use. Hi. Oh, swell. We've got this over in the corner. Golly. You're like, what? I've done that before. I say groovy a lot when I'm trying not to swear. <laughs> My entire personality changes into, oh, that's groovy. Like, Please help. Come on, surfer. <laughs> 90s surfer character. <laughs> like Shaggy from Scooby-Doo. Like that guy behind me in the plane who was like, dude, no. Yeah, she was totally harshing my mellow. By the end, I realized she, he was talking to his mother about his girlfriend. Harshing my mellow, mom? What? No, I didn't know until he said, I have to go. The plane's leaving. Bye. I love you too, mom. <laughs> and I was like, what? Amazing. Because <laughs> he had called her dude like five times. Yeah, I don't call my mom dude, that's for sure. dude sometimes. I mean, I, I feel like in California, like, you've probably addressed everybody as dude once in your life. <laughs> dude. My bro. I say my bro a lot, too. Bruh. I say my dudes a lot. Thanks, McElroy Brothers. <laughs> I also say my lads. Uh, yeah. My fella. Let's go, lads. Cheeky Nandos. <laughs> we have... One more thing here. Let's 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 go. Yes, we do. Um, I am quite cold, my dudes. Uh, at ninety nine dexterity, it says Happy New Year, salty citizens. Though I should be used to it by now, this winter weather is on my last nerve. A typical Pennsylvania weather winter weather is totally fine, but this past weekend it was ludicrous. Negative six degrees Fahrenheit with forty one miles per hour wind gusts and a wind chill of negative twenty five degrees Fahrenheit is some subarctic bullshit. <laughs> and I'm only built for partial Arctic bullshit. <laughs> Stay warm, y'all. Yeah, I can't put up with that shit. It rarely gets below zero, and actually, it rarely gets into single digits in Utah. So I'm just like, fuck that. That's why people are like. Like, that's why if you say you're cold anywhere in the, like, from the middle of America downward, a northerner will appear to tell you that you don't know what cold is. Yeah. See, even I do that because my family's Canadian, so I'm just like, fuck all y'all, you don't know what cold is. I mean, I definitely dated someone from uh, Alaska. They knew what cold was. Yeah, they know. Like, when you wait outside for the bus in negative 15 degrees Fahrenheit, it's pretty... When you take too deep a breath and your nostrils freeze together for a couple seconds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's real. I remember that from Montana. True <laughs> story. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, thank you, everybody, for your imported salt. Uh, Happy New Year to you as well. Happy and, New uh, Year. Yeah. Enjoy this. I'm three. sad we can't say my Merry Crisis yeah. anymore. We can't say Merry, <laughs> no, Merry crisis, crisis anymore. I'm so sad. Yeah. Who's ready to get crazy for New Year's? <laughs> <laughs> um, I really. Oh, that's past two, I guess. I feel like we have to come up with something. I'll come up with something stupid for Valentine's Day. Maybe I'll do another dramatic reading of something horrible. <laughs> <laughs> like the emoji, emoji movie part two. <laughs> I have to find something as bad as the emoji movie thing to do a dramatic reading of. For- I think between the two of us, we can find something. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, right on. Where can we find everybody on the internet? Kay, how about we start with you? 
You can find me um, on Twitter as at Humanity Upgrade and same on Twitch. And on Facebook, I am Crowfeather Cosplay. How about you, Nikki? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Lost Panda. I also have a Final Fantasy XIV side Twitter called, um, what's it called? Shit, I was right. Oh, at lesbian underscore pally. And you can find me, Dio. I'm sorry, Jake. I forgot to fucking <laughs> let you say e Jesse. And then I was like, going. Hey, Jesse, go ahead. Don't worry. Uh, <laughs> you can find me, Jesse, at filthy wizard on Twitter and at filthy magic user on Tumblr. Hey. And you can find me on uh, Twitter at Jake underscore Lionheart, and all my other links are there. And um, thank you for listening to our podcast. Um, you can f- talk to us on Twitter as well on, at the pack. Blah, blah, blah. I already messed up. Dang it. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, you can tweet the podcast at uh, Podcast Salt. Uh, we have DMs open, so if you want to be a part of our show, go ahead and send us your salty um, endeavors there. Um, we're also on iTunes. Uh, five-star review would be awesome. And um, with that, I guess we'll see you all next week. Bye. 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 <laughs> crap, I'm going to have to edit the crap out of that. Uh, <laughs> keep it. <laughs>